Welcome to Dark Insight, episode 57 on Friday the 5th of May. I, as always, ain't been here for a couple of weeks. I'm Cliff Goldsmith. To my right, I'm joined by that Kiwi geezer. All right, Charles. <laughs> you all right? All right, Gomer. <laughs> How we doing? Are you not too bad? Excellent, excellent. It's been a while, has it? It has. Yeah, it has. It's, isn't it always now? We're so few and far between with all of us now. It's going weekly. We're here, there and everywhere. Jeremy's on vacation at the moment, so we haven't seen him for a few weeks. I've been off for a couple of weeks. Yes, but so to fill the gap of uh, Jeremy, who isn't here, we have friend of the show. You may know him as Ninja Banja 7 on Twitter, but we know him as Matt Burgess. How are you doing, Matt? I'm good, guys. You all right? Excellent. Yes, very good, very good. Uh, it's Thank you for having me. No problems. It's great to have you on. It's awesome to have you. So, Thank obligatory you. weather report. Charles, what's your weather like, mate? It's actually been a cracker the last few days. We've had um, really blue skies and really warm weather. It just gets cold pretty quick because it gets dark earlier. Yeah. Um, but my new, I started a new job this week, and my office um, window faces north, and so I've actually been overheating with the sun <laughs> in the office. Uh, uh, got to get some new blinds up on the window. It's my father-in-law's business, so isn't it coming into yeah. winter your side of the world? I know. I know. <laughs> it's as I say, it gets it's crisp like the um, in the in the morning and in the afternoon, but at the sun um, is being yeah, really good. It's just been no no rain, no no clouds, just blue skies, and it's looking the same today. Right, and on that, Wellington, my home, my hometown, uh, my stomping ground, has been named the number one city in the world by the Deutsche Bank. Uh, they did a survey in at Wellington. Mm. So even more incentives to come on down. <laughs> so, so yeah, the bank in Germany is is rated us number one. So 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 what's their reasoning? What 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 do they reckon makes you number one in the world then? Uh, they, it was based on uh, earnings, uh, based on the cost of living, the house prices, uh, weather, climate. Oh, that's the same thing. Uh, pollution. <laughs> uh, uh, a whole bunch of things. And, yeah, so it was rated. So we, we beat out all these other big cities. I guess New York would probably have a big negative because of pollution. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and also price. But. I can I, imagine. I, I, I can see. imagine London's quite low on that list as well because of pollution and price. <laughs> I love living yeah, yeah. in London. I have black snot every day. It's oh quite... yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> the amount of times I've been to London and you know whenever I go there, I'll st- you know stay at a hotel for a few nights and then you know just do the obligatory put your finger up your nose and then all this black <laughs> stuff comes out. <laughs> it's lovely. It's yeah. grim. I'm so used but, to being yeah. part of it. <laughs> When I was a kid, we, we I spent three months in, in the northeast of England, and our last day was we were flying our London. We um, we went down, and the day before, I washed my coat and had a white strip. And by the end of getting on the plane, I looked at my coat, and the white strip was like a dark grey. <laughs> <laughs> that sums up the country, white, I think. Sometimes, <laughs> white, <laughs> but yeah, call gray. it Great Britain for nothing. <laughs> yeah, it was one day in London made like made it go like yeah, grey. Nice. <laughs> soot but yeah Wellington number one city in the world thanks nice. good stuff Matt what's your weather like I bet it's probably the same as mine yeah it's <laughs> it's, it's alright here it's um, I'm sort of in the middle of the country it's um, it's a it's a, a nice 17 degrees it's um, we had a bit of sun earlier and 
it's quite nice now. I went running in it earlier because I'm I'm training for a half marathon at the moment, so nice. it's uh, trying to trying to get little sessions in, and it's it's that sort of it's that perfect running weather where you know it's it's warm enough that your muscles feel warm, so you don't have to do too much of a of a warm up. Um, but you've you know it's cool enough that as you go in you know it cools you down a bit so yeah it's all right actually it's, it's pretty good nice so yeah it's pretty much about the same as me to be honest yeah, yeah it's not too different down here spring has sprung spring has sprung indeed mm. so that's the weather general banter be gone um <laughs> let's get into some video games yes so uh Obviously, news, obligatory news. What have we got here? Right, so I presume a lot of this has been put on here by you, Charles, because I don't think I added a single bloody thing to the show notes this week. Because yeah, Slacker. Just a slacker, yeah. <laughs> but I do know of this first story, uh, the FPS display on the Xbox Scorpio. Oh, such stupidness. <laughs> I hope it's not a real thing. Right. Like it's not. Right. Shall, shall, I, shall I lay this down? I think this, the, the, issue, the, the problem is it's it's for the dev kit. It's on the yeah, dev yeah. kit. That's guaranteed, right? And that makes complete and utter sense. Yeah, yeah because, because the Scorpio, the way they're doing it, it ha- by what I've heard, it has to have a specific... Uh, frame rate for certain things so it'll either be like if you're running a game at 1080p it has to be 60 if it's 4k it has to be solid 30 that kind of thing so it's important for devs but then the world decided to pipe up and say no consumers want it as well just leave it on there Mm. (laughs) like really no it why, why do you need it because you can't do anything to change it I can understand having it on your PC. You know, I used to use about going, fiddle with settings, and get your FPS up. But with yep. that, it's just a thing you look at and go, oh, okay, it says 60, it says 30. You can't do anything about it. No. This, <laughs> this, this will be, if, they, if, this was, if this is real, this will be one of the most dangerous things since the first Wii remote. You know, you know the first Wii remote was breaking mirrors and TVs. <laughs> that, that, I thought, was the most dangerous thing to gaming consoles. If they release this to the, to the <clears> public, <throat> you could imagine how funny people are going to get about it you know think think how you know the 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 pc fps you know the hardcore pc players that are going to come over to this and and you know if it drops down to 59 it's going to there's going to be chaos it's going to be pitchforks it's you know it's it would be just such a nightmare if they did it because it it'd be such a little tool that that would be used to you know rate every game from then onwards you know i mean it's just gonna be a beating Mm -hmm. stick if that if they put it on there well, the fact is, they need some games on Xbox so we can actually see what the frame rate is. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's my son. <laughs> but the thing is, mate, you ain't half wrong, mate. They, they, I know. They're really struggling for exclusives at the moment. So I'm hoping E3, they come out and they've got a, sh- a ton of exclusives. That's what I, I want. I want them to do well. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I just, at the moment, got they, ain't, they haven't got nothing. <laughs> They, uh, it's it's like they've been cancelling their exclusives, but while they've been working on this super powerful machine, I'm like, oh, come on. I've Bro, my is. Xbox One S. It looks really nice, way better looking than the original Xbox One. All it's doing is holding my Skylanders portal. Yeah. <laughs> Which you've got it's your shelf. Ex, your Xbox One S has got a 4K Ultra Blu-ray player. Do you remember I said I didn't care that my Sony PS4 Pro didn't have one. I do now. Yeah, do. Now I really <laughs> actually do. Last word, yeah. Well, that's the thing because now I've got the 4K TV. I'm like, 
I actually really want one now. Bugger. I didn't really, well, see, I'm like, I didn't care before, but now I'm like, oh, why did they that was, put that one was one of the reasons why the, the S did so well, wasn't it? Because I think it yeah. was like the, it was the cheapest mm. 4K Blu-ray player you could yeah. get on the market. It was actually cheaper, so people were buying it, not even for a games console, which is a bit uh, of a low blow for it, isn't it? They did that, the uh, PS3 was the same thing, because it was the first yeah, Blu-ray it. player. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Which makes um, no sense because Sony owned the bloody format, so why aren't it in their machine? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> mental. Absolutely mental. Well, the, well, that's why Blu-ray won over HD disc. Yep. It's yeah, because Sony definitely. actually put it in their console. Yeah, and that, 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 they, they backed the films industry as well, didn't they, Sony? So, yeah. Yeah, yep. Whereas, yep. Um, yeah I want some games. But yeah. just the display, seeing people get all excited about the, the frames per second, uh, who cares? But the, the, the one <laughs> sad thing about it, if they if they do put it in, mm. Poor um, digital digital foundry are going to be out of business. Out of business, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You won't need to. I won't need to go on this site anymore because I could just look on the screen and go, "Oh yeah." That. <laughs> but the thing is, if I bought that machine, at what I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be four nine nine, around for, yeah. like four nine 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 nine, basically five hundred mm-hmm. quid. Yep. If I pay five hundred quid that for that machine and it doesn't say thirty or sixty all the time, constantly, <laughs> I, I will want a refund. <laughs> and that's the, and that's the problem, isn't it? That's why mm-hmm. if this was real, it would be a nightmare yeah. for him. It would. It, I mean, it'd probably be okay for most of uh, most of the yeah. buying public because most people don't probably know what FPS. You know, the, like the people nope. that the Call of Duty, FIFA, yep. sort of. people I mean, that sounds bad because I don't. They're still gamers, but <laughs> I mean, they don't you know, the really hardcore, care. Though. You know, can, yeah, there's that, mm. they're not going to care they, what, yeah. what FPS is. It's you know, they're going to think it's a drink, you know, or something. It's not. It's not <laughs> going to be an, an issue, you know, because obviously traditionally that's what PC gaming is for, isn't it? That's yeah. where people that really like that sort of thing. And and the thing is, to be fair, for just think since this generation where we've had the 1080p of the PS4 versus the 900 <laughs> of the the Xbox, yeah. ultimately it's not really mattered. Not really mattered. Not, not see, on a, I, w- I wouldn't say that the resolution is not being a massive thing, but I, I am a bit of a stickler for frames. But yeah. as everyone knows, I come from a PC background. Mm-hmm. So this is why I'm like that. But I'm really sensitive to frame rates. Like if I'm yeah. playing at 30 and it dips to 25, say, I'm like, oh, holy moly. Like when I play Zelda, I'm like, oh, I want to be sick. Because <laughs> that goes down to like 20, 19 frames sometimes. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so bad. But it's so it's good, I have of... to continue playing. <laughs> but it's because it's on the Wii U, you, though. Sorry, Karen. That's because I've got it on the Wii U. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, if you're playing Devil's Advocate, you could say that if they did put it in, it could make all the, the game developers step their game up. I suppose as well. That's the flip side of it, because you know, mm. obviously, P, you know, PC gamers again are used to. <laughs> You know, higher FPS is where consoles are lagging behind in that sort of degree. So, is it where we're going to have a situation where all console games are 60 FPS? That's the minimum. You know, where we're not just saying, "Oh, 30 will do," because you know. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, as you say, most people don't care, but it obviously seems a lot of people are like, um, "Oh, yeah, we want it on there." So we'll, we'll see. It. Uh, I don't know yeah, whether the, the thing is though. I can imagine Microsoft if it's coming out what the end of this year. I can imagine yeah. their box is already designed and done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They will be making now. them already, yeah. so I think it'll yeah. be probably too... If it isn't already on there, it'll be too late <laughs> to oh, yeah. add it on. So I kind of feeling it, it could very well be because this is the kind of crap they're talking about with this That's this the console. crap they're it's aiming about, it to, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So I don't know. It's, it still seems ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. But again, PC gamers don't actually play games. They just look at the frame rate constantly and they're just tweaking their rig. <laughs> they spend their whole time tweaking their rig. Yep. Yeah. This is what I, I was literally talking to my friend at work about this today. I said, when I used to play Battlefield 3 on my PC, I'd have the FPS counter up, the frame time counter up, and I instead of playing the damn game, I was <laughs> constantly playing with settings and tweaking files to make sure I've got the perfect frame rate and frame times. And then by the end of the after, like the evening, I get like 30 minutes to play a game. And I'm like, oh, I'll go to bed now. Because <laughs> I spent it after night sodding around trying to get frame FPS. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of glad I moved away like from PC and I'm in console now because I just mm. put it in and I'm like, oh, that's a bit annoying. I, but I've got it's to a, play it. It's a, it's a bit like what people do with cars. It's like one of our, our neighbours has got uh, some old Triumph car. You know, it's immaculate. It's from, I think it's from back in the 60s. He's you know, Every day he's tweaking it. He's, uh, he's you know, he's cleaning it. Do you ever drive it? No, no, I just like looking at it. You know, it's sort of, it's like that. He's saying, come on, just, just, just play it, play the game. But nah, like I said, this, this, this console will be for those sort of people. So maybe having it on there is an okay thing, but I don't think they'll do it. I just, I can't see them doing it. I think it, there's too much risk in it, I think, at the end of the day. Yeah, you're probably right. Do you know what? Just, like this is really, really random. You, you guys can hear me, right? <coughs> My mic was muted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is oh. <laughs> <laughs> my mic been muted this whole entire time? No, no. It was, it was just since um, Matt just said the last thing about he doesn't think he'll be there. <laughs> I'm such a spanner. Yeah, there you go. I was like, I'm talking to one mic. Like, why is the why can nobody hear me? That'd be why. Yeah. <laughs> I muted my mic. But I just assumed you, you agreed with me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. PC people. But that's yeah. They're that's that's who this box is being aimed to is yeah. to that oh, kind of sure. crowd. People like me, basically. So <laughs> it's going to be a very very good machine. But yeah. they've got to get those games. Super important. We've said this loads of times now. So. Yeah, yep. but there we go. Right, so well, what actually, go on. on that on that games go on, go on. thing, what's happened to Sea of Thieves? They were supposed to be out the 28th of of April. <laughs> Is it? Is it supposed to be that? Yeah. When we had that glut about two months ago coming, I remember looking up all the games to come and freaking out about my wallet. And Sea of Thieves <laughs> was on that list, and I haven't seen or heard it come out now. Mm, sea of Thieves is marked you... down for 2017. <laughs> yeah, what? That's it, it doesn't yeah. have a release oh, date. No, nah. uh, it did a few months ago. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> <laughs> it was when in they, April. Weren't, weren't they going to still do a, a beta for it? Isn't there still? Have they done one? Oh, done a beta oh, for it? Yeah. I, don't think, uh, I don't think they have. Not yet. No. Nah. So they, they'll, get... they'll get that out of the way first. So yeah. we're not even heard anything about that. So yeah, yeah I mean, looking on Amazon, it's not even. Yeah, it's got no date yet. So no dead. It definitely did have a date because I remember seeing it amongst the list of all the games coming out in, in March and April. Um, yeah. See, all the crap that No Man's Sky gets for their <laughs> release, at least it came out. <laughs> like, <laughs> that doesn't make it right. No. <laughs> it came out. <laughs> it turned I'd rather out. have the game. And it was still a fun game. It just people to me windows on the internet. It's like, that's like a game coming out. And it's just like a couple of cubes like, just rolling around. But, but it came out. It came out. <laughs> it's, it's still better than what Scalebounds managed to do. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. 
God. Is uh, that the benchmark these days? Uh, nice. Poor old scale band. Well, with, with Xbox it is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, can't argue with that. Look, I just want to say to the listeners, look, we're not Xbox haters, but Vader seems to be at the moment. No, I, I, think I, he's just, I think he's super sore that he got he bought the machine and now he's got nothing to play on it. Well, the thing is, I, yeah. I got, I got, I'm a I'm an Xbox player. That's my main console. So, I'm, but yeah. I, even I, you know, I, I'm not getting into a console war over it. But <laughs> I agree, I agree, I agree. It's they do need to pull their finger. Out. I mean, yeah. I, I find it frustrating as a, as a person that mainly uses an Xbox just because I've liked it the last few generations. But it annoys me because they do. Microsoft do put a lot of effort in, you know, they mm. are trying to back, you know, with all the things like backwards compatibility, you know, trying to do things right. And where I think sometimes Sony can be a bit slack, you know, where they just sort of, they know they're successful. Yeah. So they just sort of, you know, it, it frustrates me that Microsoft got all this money behind them, all this, you know, sort of knowledge, etc. but they, you know, they're not nailing it on the, the important things. You know, you can have a better dashboard, exactly. you can have this, but it's down to games at the end of the day. Or, or FPS, depending on who you are. But, yeah. Well, that's the yeah, end. They seem to be focusing on this PC thing, and so the yeah, software is suffering. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm, I'm traditionally a Sony person, but I got the Xbox, so I had that, that comparison, and I was really excited to try and get some games other, that I wouldn't normally play. And <laughs> except for Quantum Break. I was glad I got to play Quantum Break. Mm. Um. I think what's yeah. not helped them as well is the fact that the their sort of main franchises like Halo and Gears and stuff, the last couple of, you know, the last versions of those games have been a bit... Meh. Meh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, Halo 5, meh. Gears War 4 was, you know, decent, but it was mm. just decent. It wasn't anything yeah. special. So it's not <clears throat> even they can rely on that as well, which is yeah. a shame. But who, who knows? Um, yeah. We shall see. Mm. So... Next, we have Breath of the Wild DLC details. I presume you know mm. what you're talking about with this Vader, because I ain't even looked at it. Sad guy. What about you, um, Ninja Badger, Matt? Uh, How are you, Ma- <laughs> you a Zelda player? Uh, yeah, well, only only since Breath of the Wild. I must admit, I've never really ever taken to any of the Zelda games on previous generations. I never sort of understood the hype. I never sort of disliked them. It was just one of those games where, like, that's what other people play. I just don't really interest it. But I did pick it up for the, the Wii U, and I've sunk, you know, probably about 30, 40 hours. I'm still... I'm, I'm barely halfway through it. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking... You know, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping my eye on this DLC. I'm, I must nice. admit, I'm, I'm... Yeah, it's... But, well, yeah, you, cr- you crack on. You, you go for it. <laughs> Um, I'm really excited for it. I've held off and I haven't actually finished the game, even though I'm like a hundred hours in. Um, I have a few more shrines to go and I kind of want to get those done before I take on the end. And I think I'll wait for the DLC now before I take on Ganon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the DLC is looking pretty cool. Um, and I put this little picture in the show notes cause I thought this was hilarious cause I, I Google searched, uh, Breath of the Wild DLC details mm-hmm. and you get. I got a picture with an article from Forbes titled "Zelda: Breath of the Wild's <laughs> DLC Sounds Like the Division DLC," <laughs> yeah. and that isn't a compliment. No, it isn't. <laughs> and then right underneath it, there is another link saying "Zelda: Breath of the Wild's First DLC Pack Sounds Really Neat." I just was so surprised <laughs> right, by that right. complete contrast. <laughs> who, who are you going to trust about these things, Polygon or Forbes? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Um, oh. I just found that hilarious—the the complete contrast. 
on the fir- you know the f- pretty much the first two items on the Google search. Yeah, but I think that's that is the general vibe. Like if you, even if you go on the the Zelda Reddit, which can be a bit of a minefield, it that's what people are saying. It's either people are really happy about it, going, "Oh, great, more more Zelda," and then obviously you have got the other half of people going, mm, "Is that it? Is there a bit more than that? Why am I paying for this?" So it well, depends which, which, which side of the fence are you on, Vader. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Well, that, that's it. There is more. There's the second pack of DLC that's going to come later in the year. This mm-hmm. is just the first that, and you're paying one number, one amount, and you're getting both. Um, so yeah, there is more. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, I was excited. I was a bit when I first heard it before release. I was a bit. Eh, I don't know about DLC in the Zelda game. But after playing the game, I'm pretty excited to play more, um, mm. especially scenes we'll be getting some um, key experiences. Um, just so we'll run through what's what's coming. Um, yep. Number one, uh, Awakened True Power in the Trial of the Swords. I think it was called Trial of the Caves or something before. Or yeah, Cave of Trials. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I'm excited for this. Uh, I don't know if you've been to, I think it's Eventide or Evertide Island. I've not yeah. heard of it. Is that the one where you 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 start off with nothing? Yeah, is that yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, I'm done that. Yeah. Um, sorry, spoiler. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, pass that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's the, the this trial of the sword is going to be something similar, uh, but I, I think a bit more fleshed out. So it's going to be a dungeon where you start from scratch. You got to build your way up again. Uh, so I, I think that could be cool because I enjoyed the the challenge and. Um, the lateral thinking that um, was created playing on the Eventide little trial. Mm. Um, so a more fleshed out version of this with some puzzles and stuff would be quite cool. Um, like there was a, there's a big Cyclops on there. I beat him with bombs, just running away from him, dropping bombs behind me and exploding them. Um, mm. Whereas a friend of mine picked up a um, a big metal box with his magnet and smacked him in the head <laughs> to kill him. <laughs> Um, and then I think was it Eucliff who just snuck up and stole the the item you need and ran away. Yeah, I uh, paraglided down onto his tummy and yeah. stole it and ran off with it. <laughs> yeah. Tickle it as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's there's ways to approach it. And that was just on this little island, and so I'm <clears throat> excited both for the trial. Um, number two. Uh, there is something that you'll get. I don't know if it's an item you have to find or if it will just be a menu switch, but it's something called the hero's path. And this is going to be really cool. You get a, you retrace your steps for the last 200 hours and it will show you the green line on your map for the last 200 hours. Very cool. That's a good way of seeing, okay, where have I not been on this map? There, yeah. there were still people on Reddit moaning about it, though. I, I saw oh, there was a few guys man. moaning, saying, but I've collected all 900 Korok seeds. What do I need this for? You know, and he's thinking, well, hang on, there's still plenty of other people yeah, that haven't, haven't done, done it. Yeah. yeah. Just, oh, yeah. God. People but it's find about any- me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> people will find anything to moan about. And to yeah. those people, go fuck. <laughs> Oh, yeah, see, I moan God. about just Xbox. Let, yeah, just let other people <laughs> enjoy the game. If you've hey, exactly. done it all, just <laughs> shut up and go play something else. Oh, yeah. man, people. <laughs> but I guarantee you, within a week, someone's going to like have written the um, draw in the Triforce um, mm-hmm. with the path. <laughs> it's like ridiculous yeah, like that. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Drawing some really cool picture and stuff, yeah. 
That'd be very really cool. <laughs> it's pretty much just an extra, extra sketch now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can imagine someone will do. You know, like when you see these news stories where someone finds a crisp and and it's got the face of Jesus in it or something like that. Someone's going to do that. They're going to track the, you know, and it's it's like they're going to retrace their steps and it's like a the face of Mario or something. And it's going to be like you know, there's some Mind hidden meaning behind it. Uh-huh. Awesome. Well, um, uh, there's something sorry, to do with the Master Sword, wasn't there? Is a yep. thing? Oh, yeah. Ma- master Mode. So there's a uh, Hard Mode now. Hard Mode, yeah. I'm sure I read somewhere that there's going to be an upgrade thing for the Master Sword. Well, there's, <clears> the, there's. If, I think basically, from what I gather, when you if, when you complete that Trial of the Sword, the first thing that Vader was talking about is yeah. that I think it it perm- you get the permanent upgrade to the Master Sword. Oh, okay. Which, so because I think cool. in the game, if you you get a, it doubles the damage of it or something like that when yeah we you're when fighting you're the Guardians. Yeah. So basically, I think you get that permanently, but you've got to complete the the Trial of the Sword right okay, to, cool. to get it. So, yeah, that's kind of cool because that's kind of yeah. what's missing a little bit from this one that I liked. I like throwing my items into like the fairy ponds and getting upgrades um, and the and the link to the past. <coughs> that, yeah. yeah, and that's kind of missing. So that that's cool. That's been added in. Um, then we've got create your own travel points with a travel yeah. medallion. I think this is cool. Um, where you can travel back to somewhere you've that you want to stay, but you kind of need to go back. So go move somewhere else. Um, yeah, yeah so it's, it's, good. you can only use it in one place, I think, as well. I think it's because, again, yeah. some people were giving it a bit of stick because obviously, most people were saying, Well, you've got a shrine pretty much near everywhere you want to be. Again, it was people moaning but <laughs> about something that's going to help them, but yeah, it's you know, I think it's a good little ha- handy little thing. It's so we just pop it down, you know, and then you know, you can go because there must be some spots it'll be like the, like the top of the mountain or something <laughs> there's got to be somewhere yeah, that exactly. you can use it yeah. so yeah uh, did, I, I can see a, a reason for using it from time to time um, and as I say it's just a one so it's, it's just going to be limited use and so you use it when you really need it yeah um, there's a few times I've pushed on through areas because, and even though I had no real health um, and just to try and survive because I yeah didn't want to run back there. So if you could like exit an area where there's no shrine nearby and go to a town, do some cooking, and then come back to where you were, yeah, I can see value in that. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the, with the the hard mode, there's going to be enemies in the sky as well, which looks crazy. There's some I've seen some of the screenshots. There's like there's uh you know the enemies on like little little. I don't know flying carpets with balloons. Looks great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. What, I, I, I think you just get extra treasure out of it. I don't think there's any purpose to them, apart from just throwing. You know, just having them in the sky. So that looks quite cool as I, well. I wasn't sure if that was for the hard mode or if it was. Uh, it looks like there's a few of them, or if that person was who took the screenshots was just having fun with the the balloons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, I think you might be right actually because there's a couple in that screenshot, isn't there? Yeah. That'd be quite um, good. And there'll be no like, red uh, bow goblins. Uh, there'll be all the black and the whites and the yeah in the hard mode. And they, and they, they get regenerate and ha- slowly regenerate health as well, don't they? Something like that. Oh, I didn't read that. That's that's yeah. pretty brutal. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, it's hard mode for a reason. Yeah. Um, no you can allowed. recall your favorite <laughs> characters with new equipment. Yep. Um, so you get eight new outfits and hats. So you've got like, um, Majora's mask, your mm-hmm. tingle outfit. Yeah. 
you've got Phantom Cora Mask. Looks awesome as well. Yeah, it does. That looks badass. Yeah. Um, and your Korok masks, you get a little leaf face. And I think that's actually going to help you find Koroks. It's going to help yeah, you um, locate them. Yeah, it vi- I think it's going to vibrate when you're near them. So, that's pretty cool. So, so, so everyone will love it, apart from that one guy that's found all 900. <laughs> <laughs> and is bitter about it. <laughs> that's super bitter. Stop mm-hmm. moaning. Um, yeah. So that's all right. All, in all, all up, I think it's pretty cool. I'm a bit worried that these chests with these items are going to be like too hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've already ran around the map, you know, like 20 times. So I don't really want to go hunting every inch of the <laughs> map to find these eight chests. So I kind of hope that there's many quests where there'll be like new NPCs or NPCs that will mention them, like some of the other quests in the game. Um, I think that would be cool. Yeah. It doesn't need to be signposted. I don't want to spend <laughs> ages just hunting them down. Yeah, that's the DLC. Yeah. I'm excited. Very cool, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I think I think it's cool. I think it's just I can see why people are a bit funny about the uh, having to pay for it because it's it's a it's a bit of a mixed bag, isn't it? There's certain mm, things in there. That yeah, you can see why you'd pay for it. A bit like the Trial of the Sword that looks quite, but you know the bits like <sighs> hard mode. You're thinking, mm, is that something uh, that you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, it depends on how you look at it. It's sort I, of something I, that that they're just adding. I mean, whether cause you could argue they're not charging for it. They're just charging really for the you know the main bit, which is probably the the trial and the like, the extra costumes. But it's probably not cost them any you know much development time to do a hard mode. You know, it's just they've just added it. You know, to, to yeah. the package, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Seems a bit uh, like I like what they're adding. It's cool, but I think it's a tad overpriced. Yeah, well, yeah. this is just the first edition of it. The price mm. is including the next edition as well. Because you can't buy them separately, can you? No, no. you got yeah. So okay. I think both combined, it's fine. It's cheaper than most season passes. Yeah, hopefully the next one brings, because the next one's going to bring story DLC, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And so, actual, yeah, proper dungeon stuff. Yeah. So hopefully that'll be quite substantial. And that'll it's a make bit up. difficult, isn't it, to, yeah. to really judge it now. Until you see what <clears> DLC <throat> 2's like, you can't really judge it. Oh, man. It'd be cool if the, they give us, so we can play us failing as the as the 100-year-old Link. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, because that's the cool thing about this. The story is that you're a you're a failed hero who's tr- playing for redemption. Yeah, effectively, yeah. Um, so it'd be cool if you get to play the failed hero. Actually, do that section. That'd be cool. I don't know if they will, but very cool, very cool. Mm. So that is the Zelda DLC. We look forward to it. See how it gets on. So next on the list, we got what? Prey. No PC demo. Just get a Steam refund. Who's put this on? Uh, that was me. I just, it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my little headline. <laughs> I was just like, I was pretending to be a journalist uh, okay. for five minutes. And, uh, right. No, it was just something I, I came across when mm. online that I just thought it just, it just tickled me really. Cause yeah, basically the, the sort of news is that obviously I know praise come out today, hasn't it? I think, but it's, um, yes. So obviously there's been a, an Xbox one and PS4 demo and mm. they decided According to the, the what sort of one of the lead devs, he basically said they only had enough resource to do a console demo and or a PC demo, and I don't know why, but that was just the way it is. So he sort of, in an off the cuff sort of statement, said that well, 
we couldn't do a PC demo because we went for the PS4 and Xbox One. But you, well, this is what he said. It's uh, it's just a resource assignment thing. We couldn't do a demo on both the console and on the PC. We had to choose. And besides, PC has Steam. Steam players can just return the game prior to play it playing uh two hours so it's like a demo already so basically he's basically palmed it off to steam go well you can get a refund anyway <laughs> and i just thought that, like, that is really cheeky to, to sort I mean, of do cool. that i mean i mean it's not going to be any skin off um the thing off valve's nose but really thing, <laughs> he's kind of shot himself in the foot with that one though because can't you get refunds on xbox now yeah yeah, you can actually. They've just implemented it. Yeah, it's about again similar sort of lines. I think it's two hours, and I think you've yep. got to do it a day after you bought it or something. Day after yeah, release. Yeah, it can't, it can't be any more than five days after release, and you have to at least open the the application at least once. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, so he's kind of shot himself in the foot with that one. I think. Yeah, it's just I just thought it's really just sort of he just palmed it off onto Valve and just said, look, yeah, just get a refund through them. It's sort of. I don't know. I, I, just, I, feel, I honestly think the reason that is because when you do a uh, PC demo, you are leaving your files open to easy access and people mm-hmm. start pulling those files out for story content, blah, 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 blah. And that, that's when you get leaks and spoilers. And mm, duh, 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 duh. True. It happens all the time. I, I can fully understand why they don't, but it's just. He, I wish they would have just said something like that rather yeah. than this really clearly crap excuse. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's funny. You, you, I just, it just made, like I said, it's not a big deal. I just, yeah, it just made funny. me chuckle. I just thought yeah. it just... Like, yeah, but there you go. That's the way they want to do it. I think good on them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny. Yeah, just, just if you don't like it, you don't get a like refund, it. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's right. It's just... yeah, Exactly. Yeah, I mean, so they, I mean, they were saying that, like some people made comments that it's because they're quite confident about their game. You know, that mm, you're yeah. not going to want to get a refund on yeah. it anyway, but you can if you want. You know, yeah. So yeah, there you go. Well, this has, been, this has been the Bethesda thing, man. Like these these yeah. games have been like knocking it out of the park. So hopefully, praise another one, and I hope Arcane have done a good job. By what I've heard on what reviews have managed to surface today. It sounds like it's good, so yeah, yeah. Well, I've got it on my list of games, so we can talk about it in a minute. Okay, no. here are some games on the app. No, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> is that your missus? <laughs> sorry, it's that new host. <laughs> Man, she's replacing me because I'm never here. <laughs> <laughs> we should do an ask scary segment. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> So what's this here? 2017 World Video Games Hall of Fame inductees. Yeah, that was again, that's me again. Mm. Um, <laughs> I doubled the news this week. Um, so, yeah, so basically there's um, there's this World Video Game Hall of Fame where mm. they, they sort of induct, I think, about four games every year. Okay. So, you know, so um, it's based in New York in the, the Strong Museum, Museum of Play. Yeah. Um, it only started a couple of years ago and... Um, so yeah, so th- this year in the ones they've inducted is Donkey Kong. I think the the very original Donkey Kong, uh, Halo, the Combat Evolved, uh, Pokemon Red and Green, and Street Fighter Two. So they're the four. That Not is the class choices. of twenty seventeen that's gone in. 
Not there was bad. actually uh, some other finalists as well. Some actually interesting ones as well. There's, so the other ones that could have been in there was Final Fantasy VII. Um, I've heard a few people like that game, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> my, 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 Microsoft Windows Solitaire, another classic. <laughs> no. Um, no. Mortal Kombat, Mist, Portal, Resident Evil, Tomb mm. Raider, and Wii Sports. Resident so Evil, absolutely. Mm. Resident Evil, Wii Sports, Final Fantasy VII. Should have all got to know these mm-hmm. games. Yeah. No, 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 no votes for Zol- Solitaire then. Um. <laughs> It's a card game. It's a card yeah. game. It's cheating. They, yeah, they're yeah, just taking it, just taking a card game and put it on their bloody yeah and there. Uh, well, yeah. at, least, mine's, mine's at least it ca- at least it came out. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be an Xbox's Hall of Fame then, but <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Microsoft, so jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, oh uh, but yeah, so that's the, po- the-, the Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. I'm okay with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. Too. I'm, de- I'm definitely all right with Street Fighter too. That is one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm. Love I, I, I'm cool with Donkey Kong as well. Yeah, you discussed that somewhere. Yeah, Halo. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that is like, man, that was uh, that. That's a game changer. Yeah, that game that's what, was that's so what important is. to first person yeah. shooters. Nah, yeah. Doom was better. Yeah, but, yes, but, but, next... Doom, but, but Doom, Doom was a it was a flatline shooter. You still yeah, yeah, you yeah. didn't have free look, did you? So it's... no, no. This is this is this is like the the, the recent generation's uh, console FPS and yeah. a killer app. You know, I think yeah. it's, so that's why it's gone in. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. D- Doom's already in there because I think looking at this, 2015 was Pong, Pac-Man, Super Mario. Tetris, Doom, and World of Warcraft. There you go. And then yeah. six, 2016 was GTA 3, Legend of Zelda, the or, uh, Oregon Trail, The Sims, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Space Invaders. Mm. So. Very cool. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so there we are. That is Zinus from the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, games, what have we been playing? We shall... Well, because you've done a little bit of news, we'll start with Mr. Vader over there. What you been playing, Charles? Um, well, we're just talking about Prey, so I may as well jump in with that. Mm, please um, do. Uh, mm. I never got round to trying it, so and I've heard a few bits and bobs, so please, let's... Uh, so, I was going to order it, but my, um, my wife was going to buy it for me, but she got real, she's got a real big order on, so she forgot... So I just played the demo instead yesterday. <laughs> uh, but it's the first chunk of the game, so it's yeah. no different than having the game. So um, uh, it's all right. Um, it's pretty much uh, Bioshock, <laughs> but in, with space sea avian things. <laughs> Bioshock in space. I've heard that a lot this week. <clears throat> well, it's... Yeah, it's pretty much exactly what it is. <laughs> like, right, well, like, lay me down the premise. How, how does it? How, how how do you how do you roll out? Where do you start from? What's what's going on in the world of, of prey? Um, what, yeah, I think it's San Francisco. You're supposed to be in, hmm. and you get up and you it's your first day as working for this um, space organization. You know, you're going to be heading off to space um, after some tests. It's like something to do with your family because your brother's involved, and um, you'll go off to. Uh, go for a test and you get in your fancy red space suit that we've all seen on the, on the trailers and stuff. Uh, and then, yeah, you got these lab coat dudes in these rooms and they ask you to move these blocks 
um, the best way you think you can. And so you go up and you pick, I pick them up and throw them out the circle and they're like, is that really how you think you should do it? <laughs> and then you move into the next next room and it's an empty room with like one chair and they're, they're behind glass and they're like, okay, hide. And so when they're like crouched behind this like office chair and they're like, one of the, like the lab assistants like, did she really crouch behind that chair? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and then, then, then there's another one where you've got to like uh, t- you touch the button to start the test, and there's a wall. Then you've got another button, and I went and just jumped the wall and pushed the button. And that's the only way you can do it. But at, by this point, it's very heavily implying that you should have some kind of superpowers to do these objectives. Um, but obviously, I don't. And then the the head um, scientist dude's like, "What's going on? How you know? Is has she not been given the something something?" Um, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, There's something. Oh yeah, I'm something, playing as the girl. The technical term. <laughs> yeah, something, 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 something in space. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I'm playing as the lady. You can choose to be a lady rather than the dude. Cool. That's why I keep referring to as her. Um, <laughs> so it's yeah. I, what's the? Is it both Morgan? I think it's Morgan. The just the the unisex name they've given the character. I don't know because I haven't played as the dude. I would presume so. Know? Maybe. Uh-huh. Okay. Morgan, Morgan is, a, is a unisex name though, isn't it? Yeah, so. it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so I'm playing I'm playing as, and all the dialogue changes and all the NPCs refer to me as a her and stuff. There's no, so far there hasn't been any mix-ups, which is good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm playing as a her. And yeah, so it goes through the tests. Um, and then you go, oh, then the dude gets attacked by those mimic things, those goopy black things we've seen gooping around the, the demos and the trailers. <clears throat> um, yeah, then you wake up again and you're in your apartment again and it's starting off, but things feel a bit different. And so, but you basically quickly learn that you actually, you break the windows because you try to leave, you're in your apartment, you try to leave your, off your veranda, like you, you open your sliding door onto your deck and you can't, the door's jammed, won't open. But then you get a spanner the second day and you've woken back up and you smashed your window because I'm destructive. It's the first thing I tried doing. <laughs> um, and it's what you mean to do because then you find out that it's actually, it's not, it's not a window. It's, um, it's a, like a screen. Uh, two-way glass. Uh, what, two-way glass, yeah. But it, it's projecting an image yeah. of like San Francisco skyline. Oh, okay. And you're in a lab. And so you quickly find out that you're actually reliving the same day over and over again. Um, pretty cool and being tested on um and that's what the pink eye is i think they put these they can inject you know what i'm talking about the dude looking in his eye um i haven't actually had that cutscene yet um but i'm assuming that might not be in the demo i don't know but you know what i'm talking about from the trailer um i think that's how they inject like they've got technology now that they can inject knowledge into your brain through your eyeball <laughs> i don't know something like that and but what happens is it, it it that knowledge like the make you know the matrix they stick a needle in the back of your head it's <coughs> kind of like that but this knowledge is done it's gets imprinted like a memory would and so if they erase that knowledge it erases your memory up until the point just before you got it um because it imprints with memory and so basically, and that's how they're testing on, they're working on you, is that they're in, in printing this, this some kind of knowledge on you or information or skill 
reversing it so you lose your memory so you keep thinking it's your first day at this new job when it's not actually and sort of simulated your apartment and your life and basically you're a guinea pig Ooh. Um, not like total recall no it works total recall yeah kind of yeah 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 yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. good cool. good um uh, yeah, and so that's basically it. You're in this lab. Uh, things have gone crazy. Uh, obviously, these mimics have got out and going nuts, um, and everyone seems to be dead. And you've got uh, January, a lady called January, which I've learned is AI computer, is kind of telling you what's going on, helping you escape and giving you information. Um, I've just managed to get a gun. I played for probably an hour and a half, maybe two hours, and a combat's really hard with just the spanner. Just got like a wrench spanner thing, like those things glitch around and they're really hard to hit. And so that'd be my biggest complaint. It's been really hard to fight, um, and I just feel like I'm constantly dying. And the music is kind of annoying. Every time you see one of them, it gets like all that dramatic music, like enemy music that a lot of games do. But it's oh. like really loud oh, and really janky. No, don't say janky. It's by Mick Gordon, <laughs> the man who done the Doom soundtrack. That guy well, is yeah. like a legend to me. Please, please don't. No. <laughs> well, it's, I just find it real abrasive. Like there's lots of sharp notes and tones. That Yeah, that is just, how he makes music. His music yeah. is like that. I know what you're saying, though. Sometimes he, he does need to be a tad softer. <laughs> um, and so I ended up getting actually really irritated by it. And I went into the music and turned it down, like way down. But and it'll go on for ages. Like you'll see one mimic, and it'll go on for like th- three or four minutes. And it's like uh, there's nothing around. Right. Like, that, that's not his <laughs> fault. That's the sound engineer's fault. <laughs> well, that's that's what I, yeah, that's what I'm getting yeah. at. Um, <laughs> and so I don't know. I'm just kind of tired of music trying to make me feel stressed when it's like mm. nothing to stress about. So then I get like a false sense of security. I'm like yeah, the music's on, but it's, it doesn't need to be. But then there will be a guy that like another one will turn. <laughs> it's. <laughs> So I just the pacing of that I find a bit strange. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really help um, the gameplay. I think it actually hinders the gameplay. But there's a bit of tension. Um, you're in this. It's almost kind of like the Truman Show, where you kind of break out of the the fake world, mm. and you're seeing like how things are are done. And so in the first the first day when you first you kind of go up stairs, you go up the elevator, you leave your apartment, and you go hop on a helicopter and you fly around. Um, and you go to like the, the lab and stuff and you get out. And so now you break out of your, your fake apartment, you go around the <coughs> back and you can see the corridor that led to the elevator and you can push the elevator button to go to the roof and you, and the actual outside the elevator is shifts and like transforms to look like the lobby or the, 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 the floor that the roof is on, like the exit which I think is pretty cool. And then you go out and the helicopter is like stuck on hydraulics <laughs> and, <laughs> Um, and so it's all just been like messing with you and it's really cool. And then you go to the lab and it's the same thing. You get off the helicopter, where you'd get off the helicopter can transform to show you where the, the new entrance to this new building is. And you go into that floor you go push the elevator button and you can see it all the whole level transforms, but it's all like broken because like it's been attacked by these monsters. And so half of it's working, half of it's not, but it's really cool to see that um, transform um, and how they're tricking you by, having the same room move um really cool stuff um yeah as i say the the hand-to-hand combat isn't very good um yeah just see you you, like by what you said you're totally selling it to me but i i've heard this as a common complaint is that they are using look and aim acceleration on joypads which should have been got rid of 
like in the 2000s and it can apparently make the fighting and shooting quite clunky. Is this yes, correct? And yeah, and as I said, I've just got a gun and I find it weird that a bullet does less damage than my wrench does. <laughs> but it is just a handgun. Like, it's just like a 9 mil. So we're going to be getting fancier, bigger guns. Mm. Um, but it was ridiculously hard to hit these things because the you've seen you've seen you know what I'm talking about these goopy things that flip yeah, yeah. around. Well, give us, a, give us a, descri- a quick flip- description for the people <laughs> the out there that things. don't know what they are. <laughs> the, the black goopy things. <laughs> yeah. you're, talking, you, you, you're basically talking right. So the people out there they look like head crabs from Half Life, basically, and they're they they look they're very spider like. They're very quick. Yeah, super super fast Four little things. Yeah. Super fast. But there's no, there's no head. Um, mm-hmm. They flip around. They can flip yeah. upside down and keep walking. Like there's no up or down to them. Um, they can multiply if they eat dudes. So a couple of points I've seen them like get another human. Because so far now I've broken out of my fake world. Um, I haven't actually seen an NPC. They're all being just dead dudes, except for one who died in front of me. Um. Yeah, so yeah, they they can multiply if they eat someone. Um, yeah, but they 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 kind of jitter around and they almost glitching and fate almost look like they're phasing between dimensions at times. But yeah, shooting them is very hard. Um, they move a lot. Do, and it doesn't well, do a lot I've, of damage. I've heard the best way to do them is trying to hit them with a the glue gun. But apparently, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to hit them because they are fast. But that's the thing with small enemies. The head crabs were like that in Half Life. They were little buggers. Yeah. They were just so quick and fast. That, so is, that, it that's classed, is it thing, classed as a horror game then? Is it like, is it like, uh, yeah. a, is it like a horror FPS then? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting in that realm for sure. Like mm. they're trying to build the tension. Um, I seem to be on like almost no health for quite a ch- good chunk of the demo. And I've just managed to get equipped with stuff. Um, it, but as, as I say, because there's no there's no regen health, is there? It's health pack style. There is to like twenty, I think it is. Right. Okay. So, so very, I think very if you go down to three, <clears throat> and I think that's playing in your your suit because your suit will yell at you if you get uh, get really close to death. <laughs> like so in half, you're life. dying. <laughs> Everything you're saying and explaining here yeah, is telling me half life. all the way through, yeah. The I was thinking, as soon as you've been describing Wrenches, like... suits that yell at you, little crabby yeah. things that you can't yeah. shoot. <laughs> you, it sounds like you're describing half life. It yeah. seriously does. Oh, yeah. Were you playing Half Life? <laughs> <laughs> Could have been. If they ported that to the PlayStation, then maybe. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so you find out once you kind of get out of the science lab, you kind of see that you're actually in a big uh, like skyscraper in space, and that's where I, where I was getting at it, spider shock in space. Um, so you're actually literally on an arc or a, a separate civilization or um, group place that exists outside the normal world, just like Bioshock. <laughs> um, and you've got these crazy leaders, and I, I know very little, so I'm not. I hope I'm not. I'm not really spoiling it. This is all in the first chunk of the game. Um, there was this cool thing. Yeah, you, know, you go to like museums, or um, like I actually went to an observatory, like a space observatory, recently with the family. And there's like sections where you can like walk down. There's like timelines of like when like things have evolved. There's one of those where you can like walk onto little points, and you walk down a corridor, and each one highlights a new like 
picture and then we'll have like the audio like read out to you like the history of the space um project which is kind of cool i thought that was fun um but yeah it's basically some crazy people have set up this um space station in space obviously the space station in space oh wow um and yeah the and it, it's an alternative <laughs> version of our world. I was thinking it's futuristic, but it's kind of a bit steampunky or space punky. Like some of the gadgets seem weird and a bit more kind of chunky than you would expect for futuristic tech. Um, so it has that, yeah, that kind of weird, um, yeah, steampunk kind of tech. Cool. But future I- tech at the same time. It's I'm, really still, strange. I'm, I'm still curious because they that arcane basically came out and they said look it it isn't related to the other play, prey whatsoever story wise mm. i wonder if they're lying because some of this tech <laughs> looks uh, very clunky yeah. might be related to the aliens from the very first prey and this i, I don't know i hope or it's maybe, related to the first or game. maybe it's a futuristic ver- like alternative reality of dishonored because you know they yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they did dishonored and they were yeah. steampunky. You know it's it's <laughs> well, that, it's dishonored in space that's on a space basically, station. That's a really good point. Um, you get yeah, one of the I found like a grenade thing, and it looks like the grenades, but a slightly like more polished version of the grenades from Dishonored. Ah. these weird okay. orbs with lots of different things. Um, so confirmed on the dark insight. <laughs> this is part three, Dishonored three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've cracked it already day, yeah, what, 150 day. years in the future <laughs> um, see with the way you was talking I thought it was Half-Life 3 confirmed yeah <laughs> it secretly <laughs> is yeah <laughs> well maybe Dishonored 1 and 2 are prequels to Half-Life 1 oh, let's not go down that rabbit hole <laughs> mine is blown <laughs> mine blown but it, 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 it's good um, I'm expecting to, to change and evolve once I start getting mm. um uh, new abilities because I'm still just the walkie person who can't really do anything. Um, whereas from what I've seen yeah. in the trailers, you can do like you can turn yourself into teacups or yeah, like, when you like get the mimic cups. gun, yeah. Um, so yeah, but all I know is that they're basically been testing on you. Um, you don't know why. I've now got to my office because you were high up in this. It's it's your family are crazy. Um, it seems, and the, you don't know why they've been testing on you and keeping it from you. And you're trying to find out, but January the AI is trying to help you. Um, yeah, so well, it's, I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's pretty hard so far, even though no, I played on normal. Good description. No, you, that was a good <laughs> rundown. It, to be honest, what you've described sounds right up my alley. I'm just hoping that they might patch the stupid acceleration out of the yeah controller because why it's 2017 get that out of our controllers i, I don't <laughs> just do one to one controllers oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah okay because yeah, yeah it's, ba- it's ba- basically hard. what it is it's, it should be one to one like you move it and it moves but yeah it's like an accelerated mouse on a on a on a keep on a like a mac or something you can turn it off uh, yeah, and yeah. it moves how much you move your finger if you accelerate it it moves fast depending yeah. on how fast you push it and that's basically what they've done on the controller when you should never have that in games anymore. It should be one for one. Always one for one. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. It, it was a bit weird because, yeah, they would get under your feet and mm. stuff. And so it was real hard to, like, see where they were. And then you'd get damaged and then you'd try and work out which they were and you'd turn around. And, yeah, it was really hard. 
Um, but what, what is cool, and I haven't mentioned, is because they're mimics. They can mimic things. And it's actually a really cool twist on enemies where you don't you go, to, go into a room and you don't know where they are, but you know that they can pretend to be other things. So you're looking for two of things. So if there's two chairs next on a desk, you're like, oh, it's a mimic, I'm going to whack him. <laughs> so, you get the, so you can get the drop <laughs> on him. Um, and that's kind of cool. Uh, and so I really like I really like that um, kind of twist in gameplay where you're kind of looking for the enemy in a different way. Yeah. Um, and they get a drop on you a few times uh, because yeah, they're hidden. They can be anything. Um, uh, it was actually really fun. That just after I got the gun, there was another gun on the ground, and I went to go pick it up, and it was a mimic, which was kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've I've heard uh, that the uh, the end boss is actually a copy of No Man's Sky on the floor. Turns into a mimic. Um, so yeah, I do, I do, I did like that. I like yeah how anything could be an enemy. Yeah, um, and and you can create your own enemies because of that. Because it's like oh, there's two of those. When I hit it, and I realized after, as I was swinging that it was a, a explosive canister, and it, yeah. <laughs> and it blew up, and I got hurt. Is it? Uh, is it? One, does it? Do they sort of throw lots of enemies at, at the same time, or is it sort of a bit creepy? Yeah. Then you get one enemy. You know, is it sort of a is it sort of they ease you in with sort of like just the odd enemy or is it a bit where you got those sort of panic moments where you're like, Oh no, there's loads of them. You know, what sort of, is uh, it? There's been one case where I die like three times where, yeah, there was one who got the jump on me because yeah. I walked through a door that I'd already been into that room, but from a different direction. So I wasn't mm. expecting an enemy and it jumped me from behind and I, turned around started fighting it and it triggered like six of them to come after me and i just yeah couldn't deal with it <laughs> but then um because yeah with the wrench you just you just don't have the ability to uh you i then busted up the glue gun and kind of my third attempt and backtracked mm-hmm. used all my glue um still almost died ran away because i walked through a fire uh there was gasoline on the ground that caught on fire. And, <laughs> and so I ran away, came back, and they were all dead. I was like, what happened? Uh, but there's these gun turrets around, and they oh, right. actually walked into line of fire. I could have actually done that encounter easier because it was yep. a gun turret, but I was expecting like Bioshock that those gun turrets would be my enemy, and I, yep. I'm expecting somewhere late in the game they may be. And so I kind of, I'm going to be clever and like jump attacked it from behind mm-hmm. and broke it. Um, but yeah, they're not actually against me at this point. Right. I don't, I don't know. Um, so yeah, they, that would have helped because they, they would have had an open line to where those mimics came from. So you yeah. can use the, the defenses that are already set up in the area to your benefit. Right. Okay. Is it, is it coming across pretty linear at the moment or is it a bit sort of, you know, sort of open, not open world, but you know what I mean? Is it sort of one where you get to explore a lot? Or is it just funneling you I, down the same path? Um, the first section's pretty, uh, well, it's down a path, but there's mm. a fair bit to explore. You've got computers. This is my complaint. I'm kind of <laughs> sick of games where I have to read emails to get the story. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't yeah, want yeah. to hack a, hack a computer, read an email. Yeah. I don't have time for all this dialogue. Have you, have you heard of Dark <laughs> Souls before? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the emails. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah, no I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I got sick of it with... Um, Deus Ex as well, having mm. to read all this text and yeah, I think it's uh, that's like when we as we get older as well because I think I'm, I don't know if if you're the well you sound like the same I'm I'm like that where I 
you know, just give me the story. You know, just you know, sometimes you just want to sit, you know, just sit down and go right. Just <coughs> tell it to it. me. You know, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. you know, I don't want it to be a mystery all the time. Just tell it me. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so that that was that's probably my biggest complaint. Too much, too much text and emails. Um, but you can kind of explore a lot. They kind of make, keep making points of that. Uh, they like, I got to a certain section. It's like you can do this how you want to play. And wow. it was a very obvious, like really small room. There's a door in front of you. Find a key card, which is like right there, or there's uh, a ventilation um, access point, which you can go through and bypass the door. So it was super easy to find the key. It was super easy to find the access point. I think they were just pointing out that you can do that. And so it was a good example of this is what you can do. This is just a really stupid derivative example of it so you get, <laughs> yeah, out, get yeah. what we're trying to say um, <clears throat> but then I, I go into the big open foyer after I leave the kind of the lab section and you can see it's this massive building and it's like one of these big the foyer of a massive like skyscraper kind of thing where it's this big open you know seating area and everything and I kind of got the vibe of a little bit of um, Resident Evil Mansion slightly where right. you will maybe be crossing back on yourself because you might not have access to this one room until you've gone to the specific room you need to to get the specific key for that room. So it had a little bit of that, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. But again, haven't played too much, so I can't no. really speak too much for the rest of the game. But um, I think there'll be a bit of cr- uh, crisscrossing through this this world, Yeah, this space station. Well, it's, it's come, looking online, it's supposed to be a sort of 20-hour game. You know, so it's you know it's fairly meaty. You know, yeah, that's pretty good. You know, that's a decent, decent one. Um, Very. Yeah, so cool. I think there'll be some retreating. Very Sorry, cool. I talked enough. <laughs> very cool. So that is the prey demo. Sounds <clears throat> very interesting to me. I will be giving it a blast. It sounds up Same in my alley. That's if I ever find time in between <laughs> doing other stuff <laughs> tell me about it tell me about it tell me about it well yeah obviously i'm i'm, I'm now reviewing for gamecritics.com so yes thank you uh, no well i'm gonna um, i'll mention obviously i'll talk about it with outlast 2 but first matt what have you been playing well my my gaming's been a bit erratic recently because um me and my wife just bought our first house and we so yeah uh, you know adult stuff you know Mm. no thank you and uh but unfortunately we were (laughs) we were broken into as well not Ah, a day after um but there's i got a funny well i'm going to turn it into a into a, a happy well a funny story i um so we got the phone call um from a na- from our na- our brand new neighbour because we'd only just moved in so you know we got a phone call saying oh you know someone's broken into your your house and uh, we we were about ten minutes away it was the middle of the day so obviously we you know got in the car you know rushed back and obviously my wife saying to me uh, oh my mobile phone I've left it in the house and oh there's some I've left some cash on the side it was sponsorship money for something she'd done recently and and you know and obviously I'm there like you know oh yeah that's, I hope they haven't taken any of that. I, I kid you not, in my head, I was like, oh, they, they have not taken my Wii U, my Breath of the Wild saves on that. <laughs> I, I can't go back for the beginning on that. Luckily, no, luckily, none, nothing was taken, actually. It was the alarm scared them off and all that. So, we, you know, it was a bit of a sigh of relief. But, yeah, I, was, I cared more about my Wii U than anything, <laughs> which, you know... Well, there'll, there'll be a collector's uh, item soon. So, <laughs> and everyone, everyone out there, moral of the story, if you own a house like us too, 
get a fucking alarm. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, just move to Wellington. We don't have that problem. Well, I'm sure there is. There is burglaries, <laughs> but I've never been burgled, so. No. I've been it's, burgled yeah. twice in my time in living in London. In my yeah, it's not nice. 32 years. Right, so. yeah. yeah, it's not. You feel a bit violated, unfortunately, but yeah. I, but yeah. To be yeah. honest, I didn't care because I got better stuff than what I had before. So I'm in London. For, yeah. yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I would have told them I'd, it was actually a switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. That's it. Oh, no, yeah, they stole my switch. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I, I've, yeah, so sort of gaming wise, I'm sort of, I'm sort of backtracking on some of the big releases. Uh, mm. First thing I completed in a little while was uh, the, my first proper run of Nier Automata, which mm. I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, I'm going to go back to it to do so some is, more. Is that just ending A you've done? Yeah, yeah. I've just done. I, oh. well, I've got. I've got. I've got ending W, which, which, <laughs> yeah. which, which was funny because I, um, I did. You know, I completed the demo when it first came out, and you know, I just breezed through it. And then, obviously, spoilers for anyone that obviously the first first bit of the game is actually the demo and so i you know i got to the the end boss of the the first demo that sort of oil rig uh boss and i and i i somehow got killed i was sort of just being a bit slack and obviously it then puts you back to the beginning you get ending w and then you know i'd lost half an hour of stuff and for me it was funny because are you guys familiar with the scott pilgrim movie have you yeah absolutely yeah right so yeah, so you know, you know the the sort of when he gets when he gets killed by the the bad guy at the end, and he you know he then sort of comes back, yeah. gets an extra life, and then he sort of does it in double time. You know, he sort of rushes, you know, and then goes back to where he started. He kills yeah. all, you know. That's what I was it, like. It, afterwards. He does like a Dark Souls speed run to his souls, yeah. doesn't he? <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. So I, that's what I did on that first bit. I was like, I knew, like, I knew where every robot was. I was out there. I was like, there, sm- you know, sword straight out before they even turned the corner. I was, you know, I was taking them out left, right, center. So, yeah. But after that, yeah, it's it's a. I must admit, it's a it's a bizarre game. I know probably a lot of people have said that. That, but Man. it's one of those games where it's again i can only talk about one run of it so i can't talk about other endings so i'm just <laughs> you okay. have not seen anything yeah, yet <laughs> I, I, can tr- I can believe that it's it's one of those games where it's it's such a mix of mediocre in some places mm-hmm. or, or, or all right gameplay and then just these moments where you can't i mean for me the it's the uh, the opera boss that I just was like, what? Where, that boss is freaking insane. It's like you you've just gone through some caves and you know just taken out normal enemies etc. And then you drop into this sort of you know open space where and you that opera boss, which is obviously Cliff, you know what I'm talking about. It, it, it was mm. just I just I it was one of those definite jaw drop moments where you're like, who's come up with this? You know, well I know yeah. who's come up with it, but <laughs> it, it's, it's you know, but I I just think it's just it. It's one of those sort of games you have to play. I really do. It just it's 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 one of those games where I think it gets banded around. But using the word experience, it is a real experience to play that game. And it's not in a way really the gameplay. The gameplay's solid, but you know it's it's not amazing. It's sort of a decent mm-hmm. sort of platinum game. It's just those bizarre moments, just where you've got robots going mad, and uh, you know it's sort of it, it's quite unnerving, and it 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 shows that a bit like a lot of Japanese games, especially because what I was thinking the other day was that obviously a lot of um, Japanese games have got often got strong lead behind them, a bit like 
you know, a bit like um, uh, oh, names have gone. You know, the Dark Souls. <laughs> What's the Dark Souls? Miyazaki and um, and uh, you know the Metal Gear. Oh, the names have gone now. What's Kojima. The, what's the, Kojima, that's it. Sorry, my, my names were going in my head. But, you know, they've got... What I mean is that the game reflects their yeah. vision. And I think, yeah. and again, Nia Automata is another example of that. You know, where the... Again, I can't remember the, the, yeah, uh, the guys. Yeah. It, you know, it's definitely a, a uh, sort of in his imprint of what Absolutely. he wanted the game to be. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's fantastic for that. I just think it's, it's one of those where... Where people are saying what sort of like what you've said, what I'm saying, and and it, but you just have to get stuck into it. I think it's just one of those games where you just got to give it a go and just sort of fully experience the craziness of it. It's bizarre, but I, a good bizarre. I genuinely can't wait to hear you talk about it after you've got through ending A to E. This, <laughs> if this is how you're feeling after ending A. Hmm. Oh my God, you've got a lot in store. <laughs> my Christ. The ending E, literally, like, I'm not a very emotional chap. Ending E <laughs> genuinely had me, like, I was like, oh my God, I had a lump in my throat and everything. <laughs> I've never honestly experienced a game like that. That Ending E, it makes you, it gives you a choice to do a thing or another thing. And... It's, it blew my fucking mind. Like, generally, like, I really want to speak to the the guys and, like, Jeremy's on his way to finishing it as well. And yeah. I really, really, like, Waypoint Radio done a near spoiler cast today and just finally yeah. just being able to listen to someone talk about the whole experience. And I was just like, my God. Like, you got, a, obviously, A to E are your main five. They're the ones yeah. that you need to do. Uh, obviously, D and E... You, once you do A, B, C, you can get D and E done in about 20 minutes. Oh, but right, okay. A, yep. a and B are basically full playthroughs. C is a whole new playthrough, if that makes any sense. Right, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then obviously D and E are two separate endings, but you need to get the true ending, you need to do D and E, the separate endings, and then you'll get uh, E extended which is the true ending but that all just comes naturally just playing it and yeah fucking hell man like wow <laughs> i really just want to talk about this sh- shit with someone because well, you, you should have a, an episode you know special on it i, I want to but i need people to bloody finish <laughs> yeah. it first this is the thing this is what i said i put out on twitter like i really really want to do a special episodes on the automata because it's just like oh, it's so good and I just want to talk about the implications and everything that this game shows and what it means as well. Because this whole aspect, like the game itself, like it's no, it's no, no spoilers really, but the game delves into synthetic life and what it means to be human yeah. Yeah. and the soul. And I am very, very big into that. Like that's mm-hmm. why I like films like Ghost in the Shell and The Matrix yep. and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that's my jam. So this really, I'd never played a near game before or any of the Dragon Guard games. So no, I was like, right. I'll, I'll give this a go. And my God, it's it's up there for game of the year for me, without yeah. a doubt. It's amazing. Like, have you played this at all, Charles? No, the stupid EB Games. I keep complaining about it. They don't sell mm. games in new games anymore. I went to go buy it, and they're like, "Oh, we don't have any copies." Oh, it's like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> uh, 
They did the same with are, are they, 7. Are they owned by GameStop uh, by any chance? Yeah, yeah. It's the same crap. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this last week. Um, I think before we started recording with James Carter and Josh. Yeah, but yeah it's, it's one of those down stupid down. things, isn't it? Yeah. They've got so second hand game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems like it has come this down here. Um, and yeah, I was going to, as I said, I was going to buy Prey. But I saw I can get it from NZ Game Shop, the one that sends it from uh, yeah. the UK, for 65 or 100 new here. Like Jeez. it's that's wow. $35 difference. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Wow. Well, actually, yeah, EB Games is 120 They have it mm. advertised as 120 But online, I can Lucky. get it from an online game store local here for 100 But still, it's just ridiculous. It's a huge that's difference. That's why I don't buy but games. To be, to be fair, over <laughs> our end, it's it's not it's not still not cheap it's not it's one of those games that's holding its price you know it's been out a little while now mm. it's still like if you go on yeah. amazon it's still 45 50 pounds it's still you know still holding its price which says a lot about it still though that's only what 65 70 dollars mm. for yeah, you true. Where, whereas the, the this eb games wants 120 <laughs> wow what Nah, that's yeah. insane. Oh, that was that was for prey the 120 i don't know what near is now that's, that's still crazy that's just yeah, insane mental uh, that's insane but yeah like Nier is so good <laughs> the thing is like you, you think oh I finished it oh yeah no like one playthrough like I managed to get uh, endings A to E in about 25 hours okay and and that was B, C D and E basically kind of speed running rushing through huh. turn all the easy modes on all the yeah. all the helps because after yeah. I played through A I was like, right, okay, I've played it properly. Now I just want the rest of the story. Yeah, put it on easy. So yeah. I chucked it on easy and I put all the aids on, so like auto attacking, auto dodging, all, all that. So it was nice yeah. and easy. Yeah. And yeah. it gets deep in that story. Like that story is super intense. Have you started it's, have you started B yet? No, I, I like I said, I've literally just mm. probably last completing a couple of weeks. I was sort of gonna treat it a bit like a fine wine. I sort of like we'll get it out, you know, and I'll 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 look to my wife, shall I get near near automata out? <laughs> yes, I think it's that time. You know, treat so, it like a fine wine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Would you like a glass of near automata? <laughs> it's been it's been brewing for a while, you know, so it's <laughs> like that. So it's one of those games where I'm gonna keep it and sort of you know, when I'm in the mood I will Very do cool. a run, you know, do an ending, you know, sort well, of thing. I, 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 I can I can tell you guarantee Literally, as soon as you start play through two, you'll be like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> the, the game has changed. Literally, from the very first second you start, be the first wow. sort of ten seconds of the game, you're like, "Okay, what's going on here?" Then, cool. yeah, oh, okay, very, May very have to cool. Dig out again. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> yeah, totally me. Oh god, that game's too good, too good. Uh, yeah, everyone, go play near. <laughs> it's just go play it go play it please it sounds like it's more the story that's really dragging you along because yep. the gameplay mm-hmm. was fun but mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah. anything super yep. special it's, it's yeah. decent gameplay it's not special it's just the, ga- the gameplay, gameplay is totally serviceable that's yeah. that's the way I can explain it it's serviceable yeah. that's why I played it regularly through playthrough A and then after that I turned on all of the auto chips so I barely ha- even had to play the game a lot of the time I could just sit there and let it do it itself <laughs> Seriously, auto dodge, auto like, attack, auto fire on Bosch, and is basically I could watch it do itself after time. So the, the, these mm-hmm. endings aren't hidden behind like obscure things where nope. you need to like shoot that one coffee cup and that Absolutely one destroyed not. room. No. no, they basically the way right. This is not no. It's not a spoiler. They're whole new playthroughs. Mm. Every time you start the game, it's like new game, 
new, not new game plus. If that, that's the only way I can explain it. So you don't keep all your stuff. You start a game from no, scratch. You, no, you start a game from scratch, but you still keep your stuff because the, just the way the levels work. It's just to make the game easier for you, but you you got to just picture it like it's new, if that makes any sense. But once again, the way it plays on the human soul and simps and androids and being copied, that kind of plays into the whole story. So there's more dialogue and more people you interact with or whatnot. Oh yeah, absolutely. But play through play through B's a little bit more like play through A with a lot of extra cutscenes, a lot. Right. Which okay. digs into the world. Play through C is completely new. Like absolutely one hundred percent new. And then obviously you get D and E, which are very, very short. So Yeah, see I'm tempted to get it, but the same well, one, I can't find a copy. Two. It's. I just. I feel like I should be playing the original. Oh, honestly, I've never played the originals. There is yeah. very small connections, but I've never played any of the others, and I got everything I wanted out of this game. I really, really did. Like, uh, I, I, think, I didn't feel I need. I missed anything by playing the other games. There's only small yeah. connections in the world, so. Well, maybe I'll do it because I heard they're re-releasing it in Europe. Apparently, yeah, apparently the, so. Yeah, the okay. original near is impossible to find here. Like it is impossible. Mm. It's not like you just can't find it. Um, so I wonder if there'll be. I'll do a what you did with Dark Souls, Cliff. I'll play this, and then mm. I'll go play the original when they re-release it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be honest, you could play this without playing the others. No problem. You wouldn't have any dramas. It's all new characters. Yeah. It's just in kind of in the world. Apparently, this leads on from. Drakengard 3 ending C or something. It's very oh, wow. obscure connection. Wow. That's how obscure it is. So, yeah, I wouldn't even worry. Just just go play. You need to play me. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man. So good. So very good. And what it does to you at the end of ending E, what it makes you... Oh, I'm just, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that game, seriously, that game really hit me hard when I finished it. I was just like... I can tell. <laughs> it leaves you with a lot to think about, put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Cliff, what are you playing? Well, uh, I've been playing a couple of short little games. Uh, what time we got? Right. Um, see, well, Atlas 2, I'll, I'll quickly talk about it. I won't say too much because obviously I played Atlas 2 for review because I'm now doing reviews for uh, GameCritics.com, which is awesome. I just want to give a quick shout out to Brad Galloway. Thank you for bringing me on and uh, giving me the opportunity to write reviews for your site. It's been a eye-opening experience, but also fun. And my first review went up today. And I got uh, featured on Metacritic on the front page, which was awesome. So that was very cool to go on oh, there. Um, Outlast 2. So obviously follow up to the very first Outlast horror game. It's a uh, hide-and-seek horror where you can't shoot or kill anything. Um, I personally think Outlast 2 is far inferior to its first game, personally. Is that because it's been done and you've it's nothing that new? Mm, no, they've just they just screwed the pooch on this one. I think really uh, the way the basically what I said in my review was in the first one, 
I don't know whether you guys played it. Did either of you use play out last one at all? No. No, I'm, I'm too much of a wimp. Right. But well, basically, <laughs> obviously, it's hide and seek kind of game. But you could kind of play it how you wanted. You could, if you got seen, you could run and dive under a bed and hide and hide in a cupboard and they'd go looking somewhere else and you could do this and do that, go wherever you wanted. And you'd have plenty of opportunities to get away restart retry that area not restart as in like try again but like right okay he's walked off now let's let's try a different approach with Outlast 2 they have um, basically railroaded it into a very scripted linear process so basically if you don't do a specific thing correct you foul the enemy are pretty much insta kill you you're starting again and you're doing it again you're doing it again and again and again and a fucking again, <laughs> it becomes so monotonous beyond belief. Like it's such a shame because they, like, it seems like they've put every ounce of their energy into the way the game looks. Because as I said in my review, it is stunning. It looks beautiful. Like when you're walking around and you've got because it's at night time, you've got the the moonlight shining through the woods and the trees and you've got all the, the god rays beaming through and stuff. It looks stunning. Like and it's on Unreal Engine 3, not 4. So I'm very surprised they managed to get the game to look like this on Unreal 3. But yeah, the gameplay is very, very repetitive. Very repetitive. I mean, it's the same as the first one. It's very, very dark. You've got your camcorder. You can pull that up. Obviously, stick your night vision on so you can see what you're doing in the dark. But with the night vision, it's very limited uh, draw distance because obviously using night vision. Um, but you've also got a new thing this time around. You've got a uh, an audio thing. So basically, you can point it in a direction and it... it it's like a left-right audio meter, and it tells you whether there's sound coming from that direction, basically. So if you point it through a building and you've got sound, you know that there's an, there's an enemy in that building. Don't go in a bloody building. That's 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 quite a cool tool. It comes in handy, really helps. But I don't know, man. Like I was really, really disappointed because I was super excited going into this because I thoroughly enjoyed Outlast one and what it did like it used a typical setting of like the crazy insane asylum oh scary but it done it with a bit of a mad twist and it was it was pretty scary outlast 2 has gone to the root of crazy fanatical christian and devil worshippers it's very very like tried and done before and it's like oh i've seen this this is quite boring i've seen this before (laughs) They're like, oh, Christians, oh, God's going to get you, blah, 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 devil worship, blah, blah. It's just like, oh, fucking hell. Do you think they peaked too early with the first one, then? I think they did, to be honest. I honestly mm. did. It's just a shame, like, because, I don't know, I, I feel it could have been something special if they hadn't. I, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more if it wasn't for that repetitive loop gameplay where you have to just keep attempting and retrying sections there was a very like there's one section right at the start it's, it's quite early on so it's not spoiling basically you enter an area it's very dark you've basically got uh, a shack to your left a cart to your right and ahead of you there's a house so you've it's a very very small area i think uh, a basketball court sort of size 
So no matter which way you go, you then hear, you hear the woman, this crazy witch kind of woman scream and you need to hide. And if you don't hide in a specific place, she will kill you instantly, one hit, with her axe. She comes over and she like chops your your, your, your penis off. Bye yeah, bye I penis. think I've seen some videos. Is that one where she, she sort of like you're hiding in like a barrel and then she'll find you, hide behind somewhere else and she'll find you. She's like she's quite tall with a sort of grim reaper like but sort of yeah i think i think i've seen yeah that's her yeah Yeah. she's she's a persistent enemy throughout the game because she's one of the uh the order's high priestess basically but yeah in that first area i must have been there like literally started the game 20 minutes in i got stuck there for about 25 minutes because i couldn't work out what i was supposed to be doing with her and it really confused me because like she she'd run up and then i'd hide and then she'd just disappear into thin air and i'm like where's she gone <laughs> okay right i can walk through now i walk through and then she'd appear again behind me i'm like well where the fuck i don't know whether that was a glitch or what but it was really weird but there was uh, basically what i was doing i was walking up and hiding next to the house she was in right bear in mind she's inside the house i'm outside i'd crouch down and go to walk past the house and she'd scream and she'd know i was there and come running out the house come running around the side of the house and then kill me she could she could basically hear me outside the house and then mm. come and kill me. It's fucking ridiculous. It's so repetitive, and I just wanted to, yeah. Do you know what my <sighs> issues are with these kind of games? Go on. Yeah. Is your character a wet paper bag? Like, In what sense? Well, how can you not fight against this lady? She's got a massive fucking pickaxe. <laughs> You've got a camcorder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I still think you could like tackle it. The thing with pickaxes is there's only one pointy end, and it's long. If you get in close, she can't hit you with it. <laughs> like, she's she's pretty massive. She uses that blunt end. She rams it into your nuts and pulls your nuts clean off with that blunt end. <laughs> she don't muck around. Then. <laughs> she don't muck around. Yeah, no, <laughs> she's very still, uh, very quick I mean, as like, well. I just don't like these ones that you've got no way of fighting back because in yeah. reality, you would fight back and it wouldn't be that as easy. I don't like these instant kill things. Uh, you know yeah. I mean? And this is the issue with the insta-kill things because in Outlast 1, you didn't have the insta-kill. They would find you and they'd like punch you and kick you and you'd have an opportunity to escape. This, you yep. don't get an opportunity to escape. They kill you straight away and it is high-level bullshit. but yeah and as I said in my review as well the the story is super predictable like from from the very start about an hour about an hour in I was like yeah this is going to happen and by the end I was like oh look I was right whereas Outlast 1 the ending was not what I expected it was a bit stupid but I didn't expect it do you know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas this one, I totally knew what was coming. I knew what was coming. It was, oh, yeah, very predictable. Very I boring. Suppose prob- very I suppose okay. the problem is as well that it just it just means it loses its scare factor, doesn't it? Because if it's just trial that and is, error, yeah. you, don't, you don't really care about what you're facing. You're just trying to get around it. That's not scary, is it? No, I, I, I exactly, that's what I said in, the, in my review. I said, uh, like, it, it ends up just being pure trial and error, and because of that, you end up losing 
that scare factor because you're constantly repeating it over and over again. You know what's coming, and it just it just becomes non-scary. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, so you gave it nine and a half out of ten. Then <laughs> no, I gave I gave it a six. Gave yeah, it a no, six. That sounds about right from what you've and, said. And yeah. I felt that was being a bit generous as well. I mm. wanted to give it a five, and I thought they've done a good job on the graphics, though. So I'll go, I'll go six. Yeah, I, I'm kind of sitting in the middle. Like it's really weird. Like actually looking at Metacritic, like it's sitting at 69 percent at the minute, and the reviews sort of range anywhere from I think the lowest at the moment is 30. Ranging all the way up to almost 85, 90. Very, very big. Hot yeah, takes. But I'm I'm sitting <laughs> I'm sitting with the same score as Jim Sterling, so I'm I'm happy with that. <laughs> Fair it, play. Yeah, he kinda knows his stuff. Yeah. So yeah, Outlast yeah, two. Uh if you like horror, maybe give it a go. Wait till it's like a fiver or something. Don't pay full <laughs> price for it. Free cheap. Yeah, that's wait, a great yeah. Wait till it's wait, wait till it wait till it's in the bargain bin, which you won't get because they don't do. It's not a physical release, so could, do we get bargain bins digitally? Uh, well, see, you can get it as part of the um, the Outlast uh, Trinity. It's physical. See, uh, now that's good because you get Outlast one and the Whistleblower. The Whistleblower yep. DLC was fucking awesome. That was so good, and I think that's half the problem because Whistleblower was so good. They yeah they just yeah peaked peaked too early and <laughs> they just couldn't follow up follow up on what they'd done previously which is a shame never mind yes Outlast 2 <laughs> very good very good what is the time my god we have run quite long tonight we've got about half hour have we got you guys you got any stuff that you want to talk about that's kind of shortish Charles uh, um yeah I Last week I mentioned I'd talk about Wonder Boy, so mm. I kind of better Wonder do it. <laughs> um, but before, quickly before that, Kamiko is awesome. I talked about it last week. It's the little pretty pixel art game. And oh, you definitely switch. don't need switch that up screen. Yeah, switch. Mm. Um, I really, I really enjoy it. Um, going through my second time with another character now, and it's wonderful. It's just short. There's only four levels, um, and now I'm doing them each level in like five to six minutes. So you could do cool. the game in 20 minutes, 25 minutes when you get quick at it, um, and it tracks that. So it's got a little mm. like time attack replayability. But it's just for eight fifty, man. For like, it would be like three or four pounds for you guys. It's just a fan- fantastic game. Yeah, you can't um, complain. There's nothing wrong with short. No, well, the first playthrough was. First playthrough was a couple of hours, hour and a half, uh, probably two hours, including some deaths. But yeah, Kamiko, it's great. Go play it. <laughs> um, buy a Switch first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Wonder Boy, um, which I've got down in the show notes is Wonder Girl, because I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, you can choose to play as a girl, um, cool. and it actually changes the title screen. Uh, oh, that's cool. That's, that's cool. very cool. Yeah. And you can actually go flick between the two, and yeah, you so it's actually Wonder Girl for me. <laughs> uh, playing the game, no real difference because most of the time you are playing as some kind of um, uh, creature or humanoid version of an animal. Uh, so it doesn't really matter if you choose boy or girl because I think there's <laughs> no difference between the animal versions. Um, but still, it's cool they did that and I can be a Wonder Girl. 
Uh, it's a reskin of an original. I wasn't sure when I first bought it. I thought it might be a remake, but it's actually just a reskin of the original game. And I have forgotten when that came out. <laughs> I did all the research last week, then didn't talk about it, and I forgot it. Um, but yeah, it's the original make of uh, Wonder Boy Three, I think it was, uh, which is like from a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, it's good. Uh, it's I love the art style. It's really cute. It's all draw, like drawn cartoon style, um, and it's cool. You can do uh, you can flick between the new skin and the old skin. And surprisingly, um, Odin likes me to play with the old skin. Um, with how it looks really old school, and it's very dated. <laughs> I'm surprised how dated it is. Uh, but yeah, the the new one just looks really nice. Uh, it plays pretty well for such an old game because it's, uh, it's just the reskin. It's not actually, um, yeah, there's been no gameplay change as far as I can tell. And so it's a little hard at times. It's very, very brutal. Um, yeah, you die quite easily. Um, and I was kind of bouncing off. And it's you have to restart pretty much from the beginning and retread the whole way back to where you were. Uh, you're going down kind of paths. It's, it's hard to describe. It's kind of um, there's different doorways. And you're just going down linear paths. And when you beat the boss, you can walk back to like the town. Uh, and if you die, you lose all your it- all your abilities or items. Like you've got like a tornado, which you can throw, which goes across the ground and will hit enemies along the ground. You've got a lightning bolt, which will strike all the enemies on screen. You've got an arrow, which will shoot directly above you. A boomerang, which you can is the only one that you can reuse. But if you throw it and then jump because another enemy is attacking you and you miss where the boomerang's coming back, you'll lose it. Um, but all those are consumables. So if you die, you lose them all. And then you have to recollect them and regain them. Dark Souls style. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, you don't but you don't catch them back. You don't get them back. You've got to collect them by killing more enemies. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so there's no kind of point uh, that you've got to get to where you died. It's just you died. You lost everything. You start again. Um, the only <laughs> thing you're doing is like Zelda, you're kind of, you can collect more hearts and upgrading your health bar. So going down a path and getting that, you've made that's the only real progress. And you're collecting coins, which you don't lose. Then you can buy better armor and swords. Um, but the main kind of interesting thing to it, it's it's that Castlevania style where you get upgrades or unlocks that allow you to go new paths. And these are done with the different creatures you get turned into. So basically it's the, the dragon's trap. You start off playing as the Wonder Girl you fight the dragon and he actually curses you. So you get turned into a lizard, lizard dude or dudette. Um, and then you have, you don't have a sword anymore. You have ranged attack, you breathe fire. And then you see, go through, find another dragon, you beat that dragon, but then you get cursed again. And then you become a mouse, a mouse dude, I think it was. So you're really <laughs> small. So now you can actually fit through small gaps. Um, and also climb certain blocks you can walk across. So you can walk. So the game actually gets quite interesting um, and quite clever for such an old game. It's like a 30 year old game um, where the, the, the level gets turned around because now you can walk on the roof because you're playing as the mouse. And so the mouse has a sword, but he's really tiny. So his reach is small. And then I think I went from that to uh, Aquaman, dude. So then I could swim. 
previously you can only walk at the bottom of the water areas whereas now i can swim so now i can get to rooms that are higher up in the water that i can't jump to um and then you get the lion guy which can then oh and you also get a ring that allows you to break blocks and so again it's very castlevania and um, metroid where you've got to get abilities to kind of um traverse new areas and so you know but again the very linear um it's been cool though there's some areas not just horizontal that play with vertical space so you're kind of climbing a tower which was a lot of fun yeah for for such an old game i'm very impressed and the new skin helps it a lot because it looks yeah looks awesome really yeah, cute it does, yeah um cool. yeah really really well drawn the animation um are a good adaption from what they were in the original um Again, it's very hard. I kind of was hitting a wall for a while and was having to retread the same path to be quite a hard area. But then, then I got to a point where I could buy, um, uh, I guess, Phoenix Downs was what they are, but they're a <laughs> potion. Uh, so when you die, you kind of, you don't start back. You kind of, re- you revive right there and then. Um, and so I, I was trucking along really well once I got those, staying alive and kind of took out three or four bosses and then just hit a real jerk face boss. It was like a, a pirate dragon on a sunken ship. And <laughs> it was, uh, it just had this really like obnoxious attack that I just couldn't hit. And I went from three, three revives, full hearts, right down to half a, like half a heart before I managed to kill him. And I really thought I was going to fail killing him and I was going to get real salty, but I just managed to kill him. Um, and I think I had like six hearts at the time. So it was like th- three full health bars of mine that I went through in the fight against them. <laughs> I was not happy. Uh, but yeah, it was good. But the game's really good for what it is. I'm really enjoying. Um, I've really gone off main kind of AAA games or big games. So I've been just playing all these indie games recently. These really small little niche games. And I've been really enjoying them. Yeah. So that's, that's Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. <laughs> What is the secret yeah. of your powers? Sorry. It's an HSD right here with us. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Just another point about it. What, what I actually really enjoy is um, I'm real surprised how much I can enjoy a game and be su- sufficed with the limited story that these old games provide. Like it basically just says, you are a hero, you're going to go fight the dragon. You get to the dragon, the first level, he curses you. Now you're mm-hmm. an animal creature. Now you've got to try and get out of being an animal creature. Charles, here's <laughs> a here's a mad revelation for us. If a what? game's good, the story sometimes doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, don't, exactly. Oh, wow. That's well, controversial. I, I think we rely, I think we rely <laughs> too heavily on story sometimes. And yeah, it has to be all this. And we, and we do like it sometimes, but it just seems like we rely too much on it um, uh, you, into game development you know me i'm a huge story man but i grew up playing nez and snez and stuff yeah, so same, uh, if a game's good it's good but yeah. i like i do like if a game's good and has a great story that's just like win win yeah win yeah. win but i can i can if a story is fantastic i can forgive a game for being a terrible game yeah i, I honestly can but I can also forgive a crap mm. no story if the game is fantastic. Yeah. But you can't be crap at story and crap at game because then you're just a crap. 
<laughs> you just crap. As I say, this is this is, I, this has a simple adventure storyline, and that's but that's all it needs to be sometimes to keep you going. Like you don't need, as I was saying in Prey, I don't need all these, all this backlog of information on these emails. That <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I have to read to know what's going on, <laughs> yeah. but I don't really want to. Um, just know I need to go make myself human again. And each time I defeat a dragon, I'm maybe getting one step closer. Um, yeah, keep it simple. But Absolutely. yeah, that, that's Wonder Boy. Very um, cool. Very cool indeed. Uh, Matt, have you got anything you would like to say about some other game? Yeah, I just got sort of going yeah, off go the now. back of that. I'm going to pick a random one because I've been playing a few AAAs, but. Mm. I've also been playing uh, Warhammer 40k Space Wolf on Steam, which is, mm. um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Warhammer 40,000 and the the universe. But, yeah, I used um, to play it when I was younger. Yeah, so to be honest, not much has changed. I mean, I, I like, you know, I used to, you know, I used to be into the, uh, um, you know, the actual tabletop games when I was younger, whereas now I've realised that all they try and do is sell you models and uh, what take your money. So I just play it in video <laughs> video game format now. <laughs> so um, yeah, basically, Space Wolf is. Um, I think it was. I think it was released on the on iOS about sort of two two three years ago, and then it was on Android, and then they really it's in early, early access on Steam at the moment. It's um, I don't know. You try it. It's a, it's a, a sort of semi top down turn based uh game but using a sort of a card like a, it's a squad based strategy card game it's quite quite niche if I'm being honest it's sort of it's really I think I played it sorry I think I played it on on iPad yeah you may have done cuz it's free but then it's you know it's got it's cuz I think basically if you, the the iPad version is free but it has you know as a pay to win sort of stuff in it but the the Steam version's the opposite. You pay up front, which is not expensive. I think it's about eight or nine pounds or something like that. But then there's no there's no micro transactions in it at all. So you just sort of do it that way. And it's it's actually quite good. It's sort of again, like I said, if you like Warhammer Forty Thousand and Space Marines and all that sort of stuff, you'll like it because you you know as you as you play you play with a deck of cards and use the cards to 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 basically do so either move or or shoot or reload you know every every card has an action but you can even if you don't have the right cards like for example say you don't have a movement card you can use any card to move but which will do like a default you know so say you had like a proper move card it will let you can go like five six spaces and then if you don't have any of those you can use a you know give up a you know, a, a, a gun to go for the default four spaces, you know, it's that sort of stuff really. And, you know, graphically it's not amazing. I mean, there's a few cool little bits, like if you, you know, it's got like, some slow motion shots and stuff like that, but it's, it's quite a nice little tactical game. Um, you know, it's one of those, it's a nice, it's a, lap, it's a nice laptop game. That's what I, I that's why I've been playing mm. it, you know, when, cause you know, I'm all over the place in the house at the moment. So it's like, I'll just, you know, dig my laptop, laptop up and, and play. And it's, and like I said, if you like, you know the Warhammer universe. You'll love like the, they've like all the weapons in it. It's like a, it's like it's proper weapon porn. You know, for for people that like <laughs> that sort of thing. You know, you've got all the different weapons from all the different years, and you know, and you can you can ch- change your deck, and then it's all done in missions. So you've got like a mission. You know, so you go it's, it's levels and such like, and then you know as you as you go through the missions, you unlock more cards, and then you can 
use you can sort of sacrifice cards to, cards to forge better cards you know it's a bit so there's a bit of rng in it as well about what you unlock and stuff like that and you know it's for an early access game it's quite good and you know it's a bit it's a bit a bit outside the norm really of just the usual sort of triple a games really so you know i think if you like that sort of stuff and you just want something that you can just sort of bash bash out a quick mission and and i'll tell you what actually it's really hard as well i remember i i literally i twittered the developers on it and i said are you going to make this easier? Because you, 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 as soon as you literally, as soon as you boot up the game, it doesn't take you to a menu. You go straight into like a little literal first mission, and it's it's dead easy. You know, have it done in two minutes. Just showing you the buttons, and then you do the very first real mission, and it is nails. It is it is it is so tough. There's like you got because obviously there's a lot of you know behind the scenes dice rolling and things like that. It you know it can completely screw you over. And they they replied to me say yeah we've made it a little bit easier. <laughs> they sort of realised that they this made it too tough for people like off the bat, which would have put people off. But like I said, if you like that sort of thing, it's less than a tenner. You know it's in early de- early development, but you know they they look like they're doing a lot with it. So yeah, you know, give it a go. And I'm not yeah, sponsored by him. This is, <laughs> this, is the, this is the game I played on the iPad. It was fun. Um, but again, I prefer to pay up front and not yeah. have um, microtransactions. Yeah, exactly. I'm not give, yeah. But it was even it, surprisingly enough, it was still good to play with the microtransactions. Yeah. I didn't spend any money on it, no. uh, but it still allowed me to play for, for a good chunk of time. Yeah, exactly. and that's why it's worth giving the, the PC Steam version a go because, like I said, you pay up front. You know, and I mean, they're going to keep adding to it. You know, there's going to be sort of new new missions and new DLC later down the line. So yeah, it's worth it's worth a punt, definitely. I don't know why this this just made me because you were talking about Warhammer, you made me think of board games. <laughs> Did you know, Charles? Do you know Talisman that you play on the old? It's on PlayStation. Yeah, I was talking to yeah. the devs when I went to EGX Res. I was talking to them there. Yeah, very cool. Very cool people. But yeah, if they actually ported well, that, is, is it out on PS4 yet? Or yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, you can get that sort of there. I'm just disgruntled because when I bought my physical um, fourth edition, it came with a token uh, to get a free copy of it on PS3. But because then <laughs> the, the licensing changed hands, they pulled it off the PSN store, oh, so I never oh actually got it. Never got it. my free copy. Uh, <laughs> And this is this is the revised fourth edition. Yeah, that's on there. Uh, it's on iPad as well. I've have it on iPad. But that's right. Yeah. I, know, I I can get it for ten dollars on iPad or twenty eight on PlayStation. It's like a rather part oh, yeah. iPad. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, rather get it on iPad. It's cool that it's there, but I don't I don't need it. Yeah. Cool. Actually, it's the same thing with um, the Warhammer like heroes quest or something or something it's on ipad and it's similar to this you've got a squad of four um and oh. it's tile based um and it's on playstation now but it's like 25 dollars, and i can oh, get space it for like hulk. 10 dollars. do you mean space hulk no no it's the it's the old school fantasy um oh. warhammer can't remember that. it's like warhammer quest or something oh warhammer, yeah so i was gonna say warhammer quest yeah oh, yeah. yeah yeah that was yeah, that's again. That's on Steam as well. You can get that one, but but the problem is the Steam version. It's just a port of the the, uh, yeah. the iOS version, so it just yeah. well, it, 
It'll be the same on PlayStation, and that's why yeah. it's annoying that they're charging twice as much. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's not no. worth that sort of money. It's not. It's not that good. It's. It's. It's a shame because I because I remember playing the board the you know Warhammer Quest board game when I was a kid, and because you know, it's it's basically a, it's Warhammer's version of Dungeons and Dragons to a degree, and yep. it, it it's a good game. It's a good you know it's an easier way of getting in than than D and D, but it's it the game is poor. You know because I, I I remember speaking to the devs actually when I went to some convention years ago and it looked really good but yeah it's it's a bit of an average sort of game it could, it could have been a lot better but it's an, for, yeah another one yeah. that's with the wasted warhammer license there's quite a few for games for an ipad game it was fine it was yeah. fun to, it's fun but yeah it's not with console or pc nah, definitely mm-hmm. not not that money cliff Anything yes. else you want to share with us? Yeah, I, well, I've played two very, very short games, so I would like to, yeah, just uh, mention two of them. Uh, first one was Little Nightmares. Um, mm. This is, well, I'm going to say 2D side-scrolling platform horror game, but it's not 2D. It is 2D, but it isn't 2D, and that can... <laughs> can cause a few problems that was one of my major gripes with this game basically if you think uh inside uh the game that i loved and gave 10 out of 10 to because yeah that game's fucking amazing uh it basically is in the same vein of that same sort of uh side scrolling style but it has a slight tilt to the screen if that makes any sense so it gives you a bit of uh, an isometric drop so you can move in a vertical space as well as a horizontal. And at times it can be very awkward. Like you'll be walking along a small pipe and you'll just go running along and fall off and die because you kind of forget that you're not in a 2D space. You're technically in a 3D space. And it can be a bit of a bugger sometimes. It can mess with the controls a little bit. So, yeah, it can be a bit awkward. But... This game was lovely. It was well it weren't it weren't lovely. It was pretty grim, but it was <laughs> fantastic. Like it's up there with inside for me. Uh basically you play as a small girl called Six, uh, that wears this very bright yellow anorak. And the art style is very reminiscent of films like the stop motion films like Coraline, Kubo and the Two Strings. Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas, that sort of thing. It has that real stop-motion animation feel to it. And basically, you're on a... It's like a it's like a boat, like an underwater... Not an underwater boat. It's, it's, it's hard That'd to explain. Like a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's sort of. It sort of is, sort of isn't. It's, it's hard to explain without kind of ruining bits and bobs of it. So, But basically, you're... Uh, I, to be honest, I don't really know. I still haven't looked into it properly, so I don't 100% know what's going on. I'm still trying to figure that out like I did with Inside. Mm-hmm. But you're basically there, and you start out, you wake up, and I think you're on a on a process to escape, basically. And you're moving through the areas, obviously, left to right, right to left. And the character design of your enemy creatures, I think they are human but very distorted, mutated humans. But I don't think they are 
actual mutated humans. I think they're like a representation of the dark side of human nature, like with like greed and gluttony and things like that. And that's what these people are. They're like these business people that come onto this boat to just feed their faces with all this food and money and power. And that's what these enemy are, I think. That's what I think they are anyway. Uh, have either of you guys seen any of the character design for this game at all? Yeah, I'm watching the video now. And, yeah, they seem to be, like, yeah, personifications of, mm. yeah, like, greed, as you say. There's a chef yeah. guy who's, like, uber fat. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Exaggerated. Yeah, very exaggerated sort of caricatures of the dark sides of human nature, pretty much. And... This game is really good, man. Like, it doesn't take long to finish. You're looking at two and a half to three hours. It's a short okay. experience. Same as inside, very short. But it's it's the same again. It's like f- figuring out um, basically puzzles within the area to proceed into the next and let the story sort of unravel as you go along. But the controls are super tight. The animations are great. The music is very, very subtle but spectacular. It's super, super subtle, very eerie. And once again, it's another game that I honestly recommend anyone, if you can get your hands on it, give it a go, if that's like your kind of thing, because I'm still sort of trying to figure out what it's trying to tell me. Like it's, I've finished it now, but it's one of those games that I, I feel has one of those sort of deeper messages. And I'm still trying to figure that out. But it's a very, very good game. Very well made. And and this developer, actually, uh, they put two games out on the same day. They put this one out, which is Little Nightmares, and they also put out a PSVR game. I don't... I think it's called Static something. But apparently that's very good as well. But obviously they've been working their nuts off. Oh, and they put two... Time. Yeah, two games in one day. And both are apparently very, very good. Nice. So, yeah, Little Nightmares, it didn't end exactly how I was expecting at all. That I, Once again, another game that's got an ending, and I was like, holy shit, didn't see that coming. Like, even about two hours into it, something happened, and I was like, wow, okay, fuck, didn't see that coming. <laughs> and I love games. If anyone knows the show and knows me, they know I like stuff that shocks me into... Not like basically, I'm looking at saying, and I th- it seems one way, and then it's like, oh, actually, nope. I like a twist. I like a twist. It, that's why I, the way I could put it is like I'm an M Night Shyamalan fan. That's the best way I could put it. I like a good twist. <laughs> yeah, and this game's got. So a few why'd you twists. like Inside then? It was it wasn't a twist. It just didn't end. Oh, don't <laughs> and look, man. We've already had this discussion. Look. <laughs> If you've been mean to Inside, we can't be friends. It just can't happen. Inside had massive twists to it. I don't know what you're on about. The twists were huge in that game. Didn't like it. 
You made me want to cry. I feel but like the old go. kid in the in the corner where the parents are arguing. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we're adults and we realise personal opinion are each people's opinions. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, well, apparently the internet doesn't seem to understand no, that. <laughs> no, they really don't. Uh, no, they don't. Yeah. But it's, so, I'm happy for you to like it. Mm, but yeah, it, it looks interesting, this game. Yeah, I'm worried it that it'll be another insight for me, though, that I'll just not dig it. If you didn't like Inside, I don't think you'll like this. I'll put it that way. Well, Definitely. See, I like the game p- gameplay of Inside. I just mm-hmm. don't like have playing a little boy that's constantly getting murdered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I'm oh, worried that this well, is This is even worse. You're playing a little girl that gets eaten. If those things catch you, they fucking eat you. Yeah. <laughs> num, See, num, I num, don't... Num. I think that's one of the main reasons I don't like didn't like Inside. Because the gameplay in general was okay. I didn't like that it was you had to die to work out what, what to do half the time. Mm. Um, mm. So maybe I'll stick away from this one. <laughs> yeah, I will say if you didn't like Inside, I don't think you'll be down with it. But it's kind of the same sort of style. Same way of storytelling, same gameplay. Just Yeah, great. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, the other game I played. Uh, what remains of Edith Finch? Another one of my little um, style of games I like playing. It is. Uh, I hate using this term because it's a bit of a pejorative term. It is a walking sim. Yeah, looks like it. What? What? Yeah, walking similar. Does yes. look like it. Sorry, yeah. I got all confused. Then I thought you were <laughs> saying, but yeah, yeah, walking sim. It's a walking sim. Uh, but it's a walking sim with a bit of a difference. You, basically, you play as Edie Finch, a young lady who has gone back to... This is going to sound very similar to another walking sim, but, <laughs> but stay with me. You go back to your old family home <laughs> that has been abandoned and is empty, <laughs> and you're going to find out the story of your family. I know it sounds like gone home. It's not the same as going home, I promise. <laughs> um, you basically turn up back and... Uh, every member of your family history, everyone has died in bizarre or tragic circumstances. And Edith is going back to her old home that's been abandoned since she was a kid when they left on the, what they call the final night. And basically you go back because you want to find out the history of your family and what happened to everyone. And basically what the, the way the game plays it out is you have a family tree written down and you have each different person. And when you go into the house, what the family did was uh, they bolted over and locked the door of that family member who died after they died. So all you could do was look through into their room via a peephole, basically, to see their room and remember them if you wanted to. And the way she explains it, she says, basically, it's like looking at a load of paintings. But as you progress through the game, you basically get access to each room and she says it's like stepping into paintings she's looked at our whole entire life and the game is basically it's it's a bunch of vignettes basically every room you go into you pick up say a diary or a piece of paper and you read it or like normal but instead of just reading it you then go into like a a memory and you play as that character who you're remembering. So say it could be 
Gregory the small baby or Calvin the child who likes to be a spaceman and you actually play each vignette and every single vignette has a different style of gameplay every single little that's one that's interesting yeah it's yeah. very very good like my, yeah my very favourite one I won't, I won't go into all of them but there's one where basically she was a child star she started as a, a horror writer and she had this amazing horror scream and the, the they'd written a comic book about her death and how she died and basically you go in you open the comic book and you look at the comic book and you play the next section of the game as a comic book it reads it's very um what's the film is it the uh tales from the crypt it's very like that you've got some a uh, guy reading it and it moves from panel to panel like a comic book and then it will stop and you'll play a certain section of that panel of the comic book and it will continue to move. But the best bit about that is it started playing a soundtrack from one of my favourite horror films. I won't say what one it is because I'd like to leave that as a surprise, but it really, really made that point. And I was just like, oh, this is fantastic. This is so good. Um, it, every like, They all died in as I say, tragic and horrible situations, and it, it, it can be. It, it's quite an emotional game. Uh, yeah, sorry, Vader, you was going to ask something then. Please do. Well, yeah, it seems like it's not taking it. It's a serious topic, but it's not taking itself too seriously and trying to be realistic. It's trying to. It's not forgetting that it's a game. Yes, that's um, exactly it. It is tackling. Just, yeah, I was just reading um, and looking at the uh, trailer for it, and, uh, and in the review, it says it's a walking simulator. Yes, but unlike. Everybody's gone to the rapture. It escapes the traps of the genre. It's not so concerned with its story that it forgets to be fun. Uh, yeah, it, it totally. Agree. sums up what you're saying. And there, there's there, there's another small section. Once again, I won't I won't give the entire premise away. But one of the uh, family members works in a factory, a monotonous factory. I know what that's like. <laughs> um, and basically he's doing his daily work and he's so bored, duh, 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 he starts imagining this fantastical world and we all do it. <laughs> um, basically, and with your right stick, you're controlling the work you do in the factory and with your left stick, you're controlling the work of the imagination. Uh, basically, it's oh, like, cool. a, like a bubble and that's the imagination route and you're like, oh, okay. So... Uh, yeah, and you, you play through and things happen. Oh, it's it's a very good game. The problem I hit was the ending. These guys, it had a very, very strong story. And I feel it just ended with a shrug rather than a big explosion, which disappointed me a little bit. But I still feel the game really holds up and is very interesting for a two and a half hour game, you know, for the money you pay for it. I think it's very, very interesting and very worth playing. And I've got that digitally Vader. So if you wanted to try it, you have, obviously you've got my account, so you have access to it. So oh, sweet. it's worth yeah, a go. go. It's very interesting. Well, I've just realized that it's the, they're the same, it's the same developer that did the unfinished swan. I don't know. If it is guys... indeed. Yes. It's yeah. uh, I love that game. Uh, Giant I, Sparrow. Was... Is it? Yeah. Giant Sparrow. Yeah. Yeah. I remember playing that because that was a, I think a, a free, you know, one of the free uh, PlayStation, you know, PSN games, you know, monthly ones. They gave it away, I think, you know, a few years ago, and it's it, that. That's a fantastic game in its own way, and that's game. I think it was a game I played a few years ago because 
I just got bored of the the usual sort of games, and I just thought, you know, I just went through my PS4 back catalogue and thought, oh, what? and I just booted it up. And again, if anyone that wants to play a very unique game, Unfinished One is definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I very much it. enjoyed Unfinished One, and it yeah. is in the same sort of premise as that. It's like they've trying to they, they've taken this genre and they're trying to turn it on its head and make it interesting. And it is very interesting. I enjoyed every minute of it and as I say that the ending was a little bit eh but it leaves you with a lot of food for thought and if anyone's seen my Twitter I did mention the other day about it and it's kind of like yeah yeah it, it kind of it, it's kind of a thing because obviously you, you're studying each person that has died and it's kind of digging into the points of sort of what do we really leave behind when we pass away what kind of legacy and things we leave when we go and yeah it's 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 very short it's a nice experience it's worth i mean it was only i think it was 15 quid i think it was well worth the 15 quid i paid for it so very very interesting game and the art style is fantastic as well it looks very very good they've done real good with the graphics it looks looks real real good so it's a problem i've seen in the trailer it jumps around and as you say it has different gameplay styles which is cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah but but it's not very it's intrusive because you know that it's coming because obviously you'll either pick up a diary entry and when you mm-hmm. pick up the diary entry she'll start reading and then obviously the text will flow onto the screen and then pan away and then it will open out to your this memory of the character it's yeah it's very very cool very cool indeed yeah, so if you, yeah, Charles, if you'd like to play it, it's, it's on my account. Mm-hmm. Nice, I'll give it a go. Mm. Right, we are, I would say, at time, we are over two hours. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, Josh, I've gone over my own time limit, don't give me no <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes. Good chat. Yes, it's been a nice chat. I'm quite mm-hmm. actually speaking to Josh. I'm going to sit, I'm going to meet that motherfucker for the first yeah. time tomorrow. Going to yeah, hook up with that. him tomorrow. Yeah, nice. <laughs> going to go get drunk with the dude. Yeah. He's <laughs> off seeing Deftones tonight, I think, isn't he? He was, is indeed. Yeah, I was on a yes. chat with him last night. About it, so, it's yeah. funny. He texts me. He was like, "I don't know how you live in London. This place is crazy." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Very cool. So, thank you once again, Matt, for coming on to the show. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. I've really, really enjoyed it. It's been a very good chat. It's been a very energetic chat tonight, actually. (laughs) Sometimes we can sort of get lulls and stuff, but it's been pretty constant. So, yes, thank you for coming on. No worries. So, I'll do the usual gumps. Charles, where can people find you on the internet? Um, VaderVanOden.com has links to various places. Um, but yeah, mostly do YouTube with my son, do some gaming stuff, the usual. Very cool. That's me. Uh, <clears throat> go and check his channel there. Super cool videos. Just go. <laughs> go check I'm them. Just, I'm a <clears throat> since you just mentioned that and you're dying there, um, <laughs> I've got a frog in my I've just uh, finished editing, um, this, I think, second or third video for Odin Plays Dark Souls, um, and he's, or Dark Souls 3, um, and he took out uh, Vort of the Boreal Valley, 
Very cool. Good um, on him. In this episode. So he's getting there. It's not bad for a little lad. So he'll be up on the soon. You would give him the worst one to play, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, it's <laughs> the newest one. It's on the PlayStation 4. It's not the worst. It plays the best, to be fair. Mm. Yeah, I would say, yeah, it play- yeah, it plays the best, yeah. Dark Souls 3's shortcomings is that it's just we've had too much Dark Souls, really. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we don't need to get into that now. No, that's not, that's <laughs> not, not at the end of the show. Matt, where can people find you on Tinder? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, at Ninja Badger 7, number 7 on uh, what, what Twitter. What happened to the equals? Where did the equals go? Well, I well, it's, well, it's uh, the reason I changed it to at the moment Baron of Badges. But that's because of to do with uh, Dave and Cameron on the regent of retweets, exactly, yeah. which is going to flow in nicely <clears throat> to what I'm about to say. Because yeah, because I've me Dave and uh, Cameron, who was on, I think it was on the show a couple of episodes ago, wasn't he? he? Was and, yes, and um, yeah. So I recently became a co-host with those two on. Um, Dave's uh, Monster Dear Monster podcast, where we awesome. we talk about various monsters and, and go on various media, film, games, books, etc. We, you know, our first episode was on um, Godzilla versus Pacific Rim versus Kong Skull Island. We had a good chat about that. Last couple of episodes have been about our favourite uh, creatures from Dark Souls One. So yeah, we're going to mix it up, you know, every every few weeks as we record. So you know, that's you know worth listening to as well if you like that sort of thing. We're getting there. We're learning. <laughs> it's all Excellent. a learning experience. So yeah, where where, where can people find the show? You on iTunes and stuff? Yeah, um, I believe so. Yeah, we're yeah it's we're yeah we're on iTunes. Like I said, it's uh, Monster Dear Monster, and um, like I said, we're only a few, it's only a few shows in, but you know mm. we're sort of trying to gather pace with it and such like. So and I think we're going to be hunting for. Um, new guests, etc. You know, yes. guest appearances because so, I think, like, yeah, last uh, last episode had um, Leonard. I think is it Doctor Faust. Mm. He he oh, took yep. he, he took over for because awesome, I was dude. on vacation last week, so he took over for me. So I think that's going to happen a bit more. You know, we will get guests on and such like. So yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Very close friend of the show. Mm. Leonard is a legend. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, monster dear monster. If you're into monster stuff. Go and check them out. Give yes, them a please. Like. Give them a listen. You you know, we're all friends and family here. Go, go to the, <laughs> out into the EFO. We've got lots of shows that are connected to us. So yeah. We yes, were just inspired by you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always the way, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, once again, thank you for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on, dude. No worries, thank you. Yes, Vader, pff, I ain't bothered about talking to you anymore. His <laughs> <laughs> inside's crap. Yeah, I've been with you since, what, like week week two or something. Yep, yep, episode yep. two. One episode by myself and I've had you since. <laughs> you you've, been on more, you've been on more shows than <laughs> I have. By I think I'm almost at my 50. I think I'm almost at Are my you? personal 50. Wow. Jesus, I don't think I've even hit 40, have I? Christ. Uh, <laughs> gonna have to call it out now. Oh, so bad. I'm such a terrible host. Man, like, 48. I'm, uh, I'm at 48. What am I and at? Cliff is at 36. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. That's pretty Not too bad. bad, though. No, that's too it, bad. Dude, I started this show. That's a bad rate. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> you only had one hit start on me, though. 
Yeah, exactly. That's really bad. Oh, terrible. Terrible, terrible host. But there you go. That's why we have four hosts. So this show just keeps on a trucking. So, yeah. Once again, thanks to Matt coming on. It's been awesome having you. Charles. Thank you. You always here. Cheers. For me, you might see me sometime in the future. You know, I'm like, I'm fucking the worst. I I should take Jeremy's place of being the worst because I'm clearly the worst at this podcast. So uh, (laughs) I shall say, see you later. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Bye.